how about that global pandemic we're having right now? You totally stepped on my thing. We did a little. You were staring at me, pointing at you. <laughs> I was staring at you, pointing at me, and it was a battle of wills to see who would speak first. Coming at you live from downtown lockdown. Wow. That's what I wanted to say. This is Pandemic FM yeah. with your hosts. Rajaz and Samani Jani. Hey, trade secrets. I don't think that's what that means. Whatever. But I don't know because yeah. I'm just a little chid. Yeah, we're children. We don't know. We don't know grown things. We don't know chid things. Yeah. So how about that then? It's pretty contagious. It's pretty scary. It's pretty life threatening. It's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> You're a broken record, woman. <laughs> I am. I'm stuck in a loop of like. You're obviously not stuck in a very audible loop. <laughs> I'm just stuck in a loop of like, you know what it is? I've been rend. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's, let's break go it back. down. Okay. Let's start from the beginning, as it were, as one does, as we are want to do. Sure. So there was single-celled amoebas (laughs) in the primordial ooze. Think back, think back, think back, think back. All the way to March, which seems like a really long time ago. January lasted 18 months. February lasted 15 seconds. March lasted a whole year. And now time has no meaning. 2020 is cursed. Cursed. So, think back to March. That's not when everything started, No, by the way. but we're thinking about how it started for us. Okay. As in the UK. Yeah, I'll let you spin your, your tail. Things started to get crazy. They we got, saw it going around. They got wiggity-whack, you yes. might say. We saw it travelling the world. Travelling, travelling, travelling. And then all of a sudden, there was a case. Then there was five cases. Then there was eight cases. So I immediately, like most people, I'm sure, were like attached to the news. Every time there was like a new announcement of like five more cases, ten more cases. At first it seemed, in a way, at first it was like going really slow. But actually... I think that was just across like a week. And then all of a sudden there was like 100 That's also because we're refreshing the news sites 12 times a day. And we had a trip planned to London. And as an early birthday, our birthday's at the end of March, but we had an early birthday, mid-March trip planned to go to London. Uh, We were going to go on the Friday. On the Thursday... Well, all that week, we had been talking about, should we go? You should say when we went. It We went the 13th of March. Right. We'd, we decided we should go because, I don't know, it was weird. It was like, yes, it was real. Yes, it was happening. But it was happening slow. And like, I think in that at that point, you kind of look to around you and what's happening. Nothing had closed yet. Everyone was still going to work. There wasn't even social distancing. It was just people had started to buy a lot of toilet roll. That was like the only thing that had changed. Yeah, it was a looming threat on the horizon. Yes, so we were like, should we go? Should we stay? Should we go? Should we stay? Should we go? On the Thursday before, it was like, all right, 
I think by that point we're at like 500 cases or 400 cases. Um, but again, nothing had closed. Everything was still going. So we decided to go. You've also got to keep in mind that for a lot of people, mm. money spent on booking a trip is not money they can afford to throw away. Yes. Especially before things got crazy. And that was the same for us. Yeah. It's not a small, simple thing for us to just cancel, to lose that hotel money, those yeah. train ticket money. It's, that's going to, that's going to sting. Yeah. Obviously, if, it, if things would got to a point, yes. we would have cancelled. Yeah, if I had a, a, a trip booked for right now, yeah. it would be a no-brainer. And we were not travelling countries. We no. were travelling uh, like an hour away. We were going to the old smoke. Yeah, the big smoke. You keep saying yeah, that. Yeah, why do I call it? I mean, it is the old smoke. But it's the big smoke is the is the term. Let's meet in the middle, the old big smoke. Are you thinking of old blighty? No. I think you might be getting confused. You might be surprised to learn that Brighton isn't at the forefront Not of blighty. my mind. England is old blighty. That's what England is. Call yourself a wordsmith. No, because in World War Two they would talk about getting a blighty or yeah, which is a, a wound that would allow you to get evacuated back to England, a.k.a. Brighton. Right? Am I, am I imagining that? I'm going to give it real quick. There's no phones. In the world. Well, there's some. <laughs> Blighty means England. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, an informal term for Britain or England used... Oh, it was used by soldiers as the First and Second World War. But aren't they referring to the fact that they would get airlifted to Brighton? That's how I always read it. He had copped a Blighty on, on his way home. He had copped a Blighty and was on his way home. Yeah, but old... Is it old Blighty? Old Blighty. I've never heard that before. Isn't to this refer really? to England as a whole. Yeah, is British slang for the term of Great Britain. Okay. Old Blighty. Yep. Interesting. See, I was right. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> I, I don't appreciate this. Look, you've only ever been right one time with the jam, the jam, Never the jam. forget. She just gave me a nuggie. No. She gave me a swirly. No, I don't know what a swirly is. Is that the nipple? <laughs> What's a swirly? Swirly is when you dunk someone's head in a toilet bowl and then flush. That's honestly horrible. With the clean toilet water. Sure. No. <laughs> There's been many a feces in that toilet. Wow. Many a feces. You can take the girl out of Poopsville. <clears throat> but you can't take Poopsville out of the girl. Excuse me. Um, so, we decided to go. And, of course, taking precautions, we had gloves, regular gloves. We had latex gloves. We had antibacterial wipes, hand wash. What's the one thing we didn't have, though, Samantha? Toilet roll? No. Oh, what? Because we actually had... Before everything got crazy, we were able to lay our hands on a pair of masks. Oh, and it was Samantha's yeah. job to pack because she's such an efficient and innovative and talented packer. Yeah. However, she put everything in besides <laughs> the crucial protective element, which is the face masks. Let's be clear. I did not purchase those masks. Yeah. I did not take them from someone else. They were given to me months before. Yes. From someone who works on a job site. Yeah. They were like the masks with the respirator. Yeah, they're like building masks. Because I we had like mould, as yes. people do who and live in And we had to clean it from the bathroom, so we needed masks. So I needed masks. So 
Yeah. Anyway, I forgot to put the masks. But at that point, not many people yeah, were wearing masks. It's funny. While we were there, I actually <laughs> texted Matthew and told him, because he that's a whole other thing we can get into, but yeah. he is trapped in Spain, Spain right now. Yeah. He can't fly back. He's over there teaching, and he's kind of having to just ride out abroad. But I texted him, and I, I told him of my surprise. We barely saw anyone wearing masks. Yeah. And in fact, you usually see a couple of people wearing masks in London just begin with. Yeah. Especially if you're walking up, say, Oxford Street. Oxford Street, where yeah. They, I think they stopped it now, but there used to be so many buses. The pollution was just horrendous. You could feel it coating yeah. the inside of your lungs. Yeah, you always see a couple of people in cities. Yeah. Messenger bike riders yeah, that sure. wear them. And that, that day, we barely saw any more than the yeah. usual, which was very surprising to me. Yeah, but... That tells you how gradually things ramped up. Yes. You could tell something was happening, yes, though. Yes, very much so. Even from, like, being on the train. Like, I had... We had... I. We did have things to cover our face if we need to, like I had my scarf and stuff. But yeah, you could tell in the atmosphere that people were on edge because of it, I feel. And obviously hearing lots of people's conversations like on the train and stuff, it was about coronavirus. Yes. Um, but there was, and in the centre, it was the same amount of people. Yes. Fully packed, fully just like full-on tourists, people going to work everything it was only in the slightly out of the center areas where there was less people than usual and we went to one of the markets on the sunday and he and it was quite dead and he was like yeah it's usually like and these were the these are the words he used that it would usually be banging is that some kind of market lingo it's market lingo for where the fuck is everyone a market stall people kind of like carnies where they have their own subculture and yes argo i do i do think that is true hmm. so yeah we had a good trip though it was obviously stressful because we were worried about like as soon as i got in the hotel i was like anti-back in the yes. sides the door handles the toilet flusher. there was definitely the specter of far off danger yeah we we kind of had the sense that this was the last possible time to do it yeah and things obviously were already running out because we only had like five cases here and everyone's buying up all the toilet rolls. Yes. The hotel said that they ran out of toilet roll. That's how bad it was. Can we get into this hotel for just a quick digression? Yeah. Okay, so we stayed in some kind of... It was weird in that it's a budget hotel, but the rooms themselves were strangely futuristic. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's like... Because they're small rooms, it's like they were trying to do something to make it yeah. like, not as... They're trying to overcompensate. Yeah. It kind of made me think of those Japanese capsule hotels. Yes, it was very much like where it's that. all everything, they find a way to fit, cram everything into yeah. a small space. I liked it. I liked it too. Except... Uh, on first impression, I was like, wow. Yeah. I can't believe we, play, we paid relatively little for this room. And it looks so good and has all these different features. But on closer inspection, <laughs> okay. So let's li let me start my litany of complaints <laughs> against this fucking room. Because it wasn't that bad. Calm yourself. Okay, they had a TV, a flat screen HD TV on the wall. That's great. Also, they said that you could connect your a device to it, either Android or iPhone, yeah. and you could stream whatever you wanted onto it. Also great 
because we like to watch things like Friends while we're in hotel hotel rooms. rooms. Comfort food TV, you know? So we sat there for like 45 minutes to an hour. (laughs) I tried to connect my Android phone. Samantha tried to connect her iPhone, then her iPad. No matter what we did, we could not possibly get yeah. anything to connect it to the TV. It said the signal was too weak. And it was even giving us the option to connect to the next the door's next room, room. yeah. Which is kind of scary when you think about it, because yeah. someone could just... Some kind of prankster, some kind of <laughs> trickster mister, if you will, <laughs> could stream some hardcore pornography yeah. to some unsuspecting hotel guests. Traumatize us. Okay, so that, that, that started us off... On a sour note. It wasn't sour for me. I didn't care. Whatever. But whatever. Then let's get into the AC. The AC was the worst. It was it was getting like it wasn't hot out really, but spring was there, if you know what I mean. So it wasn't winter anymore. And we get hot at the slightest Oh, do we? Yeah. And obviously, after walking around all day, you get in, you're, like, hot from that. And the room's so small that you need to cool down. And this, and we're like, oh, yeah, AC, yeah. Because obviously, wondering about it being small and everything. Yeah. And you couldn't open the window in these no. rooms. So, and, and the other thing we should say is one of the things that made this room seem futuristic is next to the bed, there was a touchscreen control like, panel. Yeah, it was, like, a fancy... It was like some kind of sci-fi, you're on the bridge of the Enterprise. Because that's how you turn the lights on. Yeah, there was a button for the lights. You could do all different variations of which lights you want on. There was a button for the AC. For You could change the do not disturb sign outside the room from inside the room. With these buttons. Yeah, and it would light up outside. So it was cool. However, no matter what I did, I could not get the AC to come on and stay cold. It would, it would it would be cold for like a few minutes. Yes. And then to our chagrin. <laughs> Samantha's favorite I'm word. I got to try and put that in as many episodes as possible. <laughs> a few minutes later, I would I would get this that prickly heat feeling where you're suddenly thinking it's really gotten kind of warm in here. And then we'd go and check the AC and be pumping out hot air. Yeah. And we could not get it to stop. So we had to just I had to turn it off by the wall. And then, remember, you did that, and then it came up. Yeah, it was like a zombie. They could control it from the front desk, so I had to go yeah. down and say, can you just make it cold and, yes. like, never make it go hot or whatever? It still went hot. And then at one point, we had to go down and be like, just fucking turn yes, it off. Yes, pull the plug yeah. on this. Curb stomp it out on the street. The bed was really comfortable, though. Yeah, the bed was fine. They had those big... F- I feel like hotels always have giant pillows. Yes, they're really soft, fluffy. I always love the bedding in hotels. It's like... It's always very fallen. Yes. Yeah, those pillows, in the case of a crash landing, could have been used as emergency (laughs) flotation devices. That could have been a life raft for a family of nine. So, yeah, I liked the hotel room. You had your issues. Oh, the, the the, the final complaint that I must grouse about while I'm here... One one thing that really grinds my gears about hotels is when the shower is bad. And it, yeah. listeners to this podcast might remember when I talked about a shower that felt like needles hitting your skin. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely the worst of all time. But this shower because it also flooded the room as well. Yeah, this shower was definitely competing for that crown of just shittiest 
bathroom appliance I've ever come into contact with because there was no hot water. No matter what you did, there was no hot water. It was barely lukewarm. In this hotel? Yeah. Oh. What was good about the shower is that it had one of those rain shower heads where it's mounted on the ceiling, but then also had a removable yeah. handheld shower head that you could switch between. But it didn't matter because it was co- it was basically cold water. <laughs> and I don't mind a cold shower now and again, but I want there to at least be the option of hot water. And it's one of those things where you're mid-shower and you're thinking, I should go down and complain. But then you have to go down, you have to dry yourself, go down, talk to someone, and then come back and have another shower. <laughs> So you're basically incentivized to never yeah, complain about this. Yeah. Because the only time you will figure out it's bad is while you're mid-shower. Yeah. And no one wants to abandon a shower to go down in a bathrobe. No one wants to put clothes on when you're still a bit wet. Yeah. That's like a horrible feeling. Dude, I feel like that's a very like 80s, 90s movie thing where a woman comes out of the shower and she has the giant towel head dress type of arrangement yeah. above her head. You don't see that much anymore in movies. See what? You know when women will, will like... Wrap their hair in hell? No, but make it really tall. Kind of like Marge Simpson's hair. I know what you mean. As in, like, I know what you're talking about. But I don't know if... I mean... Do I you see know. that in movies recently? I don't think so, no. So I you, know what you mean. Therefore, my point has been validated. Whatever. So, yeah, so it the hotel... It has been verified. <laughs> so the hotel was fine. No, that's not the takeaway of that story. For me. I don't really know. Oh, okay, what you want. and the only thing that matters is your comfort, huh? Yeah. Typical much. millennial woman. <laughs> that's why we got Trump. Hey. No. All I think about is me and no one else. All you think about is Trump. You're like obsessed I, I with guess. his tweets, his stupid tweets. <laughs> Sometimes I look over and I just I see you on your phone and you're just on his Twitter. Yes. Can you imagine? He's the president of the United States. He's issuing like presidential proclamations via his Twitter feed. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Anyway, so the trip was good, if not tense. You know? That was tense. Was a strange grammatical maze to walk through, but I see what you're saying. All right. Anyway, the point is, we get home on the Sunday night. We do have some more things to say about the little yes, trip. Yes, but we're talking oh, about... Okay. Yeah, I see. And we're I on see. a timeline. Right, I see. We can I come see. back to the trip. We get home Sunday night. We basically just go to sleep. Monday morning, the shitteth has hitteth the faneth. Interesting. Because it feels like we went away for three days. And by the way, that three-day trip felt like a week while we were there. For me, anyway. We get back and it's like the whole world has changed because all of a sudden it's social distancing, things are closing down and... People are talking about a potential lockdown. And there's now more than a thousand cases or something or no, there's more than 1500 cases and I'm like, how has this happened in three days? Like, it's really crazy. So we went, we couldn't have gone any later than we went because it wouldn't have been right. So... You but, were already worried about the idea of us being on the tube, yeah. understandably. And that was when there was 500 cases yeah. in a country of whatever, 70 million people. So, yeah. and then when it started to exponentially snowball, you just, it would be irresponsible to yeah. travel unnecessarily. So we, so we get back and obviously everything just ramps up, social distancing, state. Then it slowly it was like, 
social distancing for a few days and then it was like no you should just stay in yeah and then it was like a week later when he gave when boris gave the press conference of we're on official lockdown samantha and i were watching that on her live on her phone on the couch and it was definitely one of those moments where it was surreal and i thought to myself we are living through history right now but also we're in a movie yes very much it felt very strange there's been very many movie-like moments yeah because you know it's happening you know like it's devastating countries and it's really sad and you're hearing about new things every day but when it's in the place that you are that's when it becomes truly like real real for you yeah in that you experience it too and when he started saying it all, I started crying. It was really sure. strange. I was like, how is this happening? How is this happening? Because in a way, in your mind, you're thinking, no. Something's going to happen. They'll find a cure. Yeah, like something's going to happen. Even if you don't know, you know that's not going to Or they contain it somehow. Yeah. So we basically, I stayed in the house... I, I was previous to this, I was having like my DBT therapy sessions, my regular therapy sessions, various hospital appointments, but that was all like cancelled. I started doing my therapy over Skype. I didn't leave the house for more than three weeks. Yes. And then the other day I had to have a doctor's appointment that couldn't be rescheduled. Yeah. So that was the first time I left the house. I will say in that gap, that three-week gap, life got real weird. We have said previously how we basically don't leave the house right. anyway. So we're people that like are used to not really going anywhere. We are hermits, if you will. But what happened was mentally for me, I found myself in a weird state of emergency and panic and limbo and like this constant like waiting period of like what's the next big thing going to be? What's the next horrible thing going to be? And I can't look away. I can't make myself do anything. I was rendered incapable for those three weeks. I didn't do anything productive I just basically, like, lay on the couch eating. I felt like I love food anyway. I'm, like, addicted to food. And I eat a lot anyway. But, like, this was... I couldn't get full. It was, like, this really weird sense of, like, comfort eating, but also stress eating, but also, like, the world's going to end eating. So it's, like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of, like... You were like that gif of the the squirrel we saw where it kept all the gerbil, where it just kept shoving food into its cheeks, (laughs) to the point where its cheeks were insanely engorged. And then you see it like... like, Uh, You almost want to say vomit out, but it's basically just spitting out what's in its cheeks. And you see how much was in there. I couldn't get full. I couldn't do anything. I felt so depressed, but not like my usual state of depression. (laughs) It was just like a... This was a special boutique strain of depression. Then we went out to the doctors. First time going out since, like, everything actually really changed. And we had masks, glasses, gloves. Yep. 
What were people doing? Fucking congregating in the street. <laughs> there was a fire. Oh, yeah. Strangely, it was hot by now as well. So wearing the mask, like, really sucked. Oh, it was. No f- yeah. Also, wearing those um, vinyl gloves. gloves that we have, when you take them off when you get home, it's like a waterfall of just sweat, <laughs> sweat and yeah. body juice yeah. that Ew. has been squeezed out of your body pores. Body juice. I- we need those things from Dune that you said oh, earlier. Oh, the, uh, I think they're called stilt suits. And they're, for the desert people, it kind of recycles all their body moisture so they can drink it again. That's what, like, the NHS workers need. Yeah, I saw a thing saying that they that NHS workers are complaining of being dehydrated. Yeah. Because when they want to take a drink, they have to take off their PPE and dispose of it. As it and then put more on so they see it as wasteful so they just don't stop yeah. to take drinks. Which is not good when you're constantly yeah. running around on your feet. They need people in there that just, just their job is to just go around <laughs> with straws like bottles of water sure. to just just like feeding and like drinking like water boys watering that's it yeah. each person um they need those camelbacks the the packs that um runners have on their backs where it's like a reservoir of water and, there's a and then a tube comes yeah. around your mouth i thought totally thought of the beer thing when you said it oh I my god like, a yeah. hat with two like <laughs> cups of beer on it I work for the NHS. I got lager in this one and I got bitter in this one. Bottoms up, lads. So, yeah, strangely that day that we had to go out, a few doors down there was a fire. Yeah, and there was... It's weird in that... I'm pretty sure there was four fire engines outside. There was four fire... They were like mini ones though, I think. Yeah, I, think I know what you mean. Bigger fire engines are like massive. I but know, but we went past the house that was on fire, and you could see a bit of smoke coming but out of it. It didn't look. It wasn't like it was engulfed in flames. Yeah, I don't know. And there was police and an ambulance. Yeah, it seemed. I don't know. Obviously, I've got no idea what happened. They might have put it out hours before, yeah. but it did seem like a bit of overkill. There were people waiting at the bus stop across the street. Yeah. And then people stopping at the bus stop with the other people to watch. Yeah. So there was like a group of like eight people. Lucky loos. All standing next to each other. Rubberneckers, if you will. No masks, no gloves, just kind of like spitting on each other as they talk. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. And then as we were walking down the path, people were not... They were moving. They were... They were just letting you come right next to yeah. them, or coming right next to you as they walked. There past. was like a there was like a three person walking, and they were walking right in the middle, so you couldn't really go side yeah. or side. So I was like, let's just stop, wait let for them, them go to past. go, turn around, and then you know. Remember, what I showed you that um, it's on that Instagram account that we both follow. It's called I think it's called New York from Behind. Yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. It's pictures of people from behind. So it's like their crazy outfits. And this one dude had this contraption. It's hard to explain. It's like a wire frame around his body. Oh, yeah. So you you literally could not come within four feet of him. Like the frame of like an umbrella type thing. Yeah, but like large and swinging around him as he walks. So you you literally can't come close to him. That's what we need. That's what everyone needs. (laughs) So thankfully... The shop, like one of the shops we had to go into to get hand washable things, they had like erected a partition. Because I remember getting the email from the supermarket saying we're going to be erecting partitions to like, you know, help the workers, protect them. 
And just even the local shops have like done. They it were as ahead well. of the game. They were the first place I went into. They had literally. They just did it themselves. Yeah, it was clearly. very. It was obviously very DIY, but they had put. They had drilled in, you know. Um, Little bits of wood. Yeah, like. What am I, what am I thinking of? What's the word I'm thinking of? Just wood? The plywood? Yeah, but what do you call like. The beams? Not Yeah, like beams of wood. Yeah. And then have put. They had. <laughs> <laughs> they had put plexiglass. Yeah. So there was like, it was almost like a bank teller window. Was it you who told me about the place that put the cling film? Oh, yeah. I went to this kind Saran of. Saran wrap? Yeah. This people. little off brand supermarket near us. And they had just wrapped cling film around these two <laughs> posts. Which, yes, you is, do what you it's lo fi, but I mean, it still yeah, works. It works. Wow. Thanks. Shockingly, the chemist had not got anything, and I felt really. However, they were limited. You had to queue up to get in there. Yeah, they were only allowed in there one at a time because yeah, it's they, really small. They should still have some kind of yeah. barrier between you and Hopefully the person. Hopefully, they will. They're just waiting for it to happen. Because I've also been to the super. I, we should say that during this time. Oh yeah. So okay. Okay. Let me start by saying, <laughs> when we got home from London, I started to not feel very well. Just kind of those classic signs of like, am I about to get the flu kind of thing? And I started to cough a little bit, which of course freaked me out. Sure. We were very careful in London, but obviously there's a lot of people. We tried not to touch things, but you can only do what you can only do, you know? You did lick that door handle though. (laughs) So I was worried I'd gotten it. I didn't know whether it was just a case of me being so run down from doing so much during Which those does happen days. when you come back from travel. It does happen. So I didn't want to leave the house in case I had it, obviously, because I didn't want to give it to anyone else. Or just if you have a run down immune system. And then I get it. Yeah. So Ryan had been... It was a bit. It was a bit difficult there to get like grocery slots because usually we get our groceries delivered. So you had to... Some people are using the word heroic to describe my actions. I say (laughs) that's too far, but I do understand why they employ that superlative. You were hunter-gatherer. I was the designated hunter-gatherer of our our little family, of kitty cats, if you will. And I had to go out to the supermarket a bunch of times. And every time, even when I went out recently, because we couldn't get shopping delivered, they still have got no kind of barriers between you and the cashiers they did say they would be erecting them but i guess it's rolling out but it's also you look at the structure of the the supermarket checkouts it's hard to understand how you'd you have to put each individual person in a booth yeah maybe if they just put it at the front right right in front of them rather than all around where you stand with your trolley so that so that when you're paying you're not potentially droplets aren't going across you know you're not expectorating yes so but obviously it's rolling out slowly because I did get an email saying that was going to happen. Yeah, and e- even up until recently, I have still not seen... I know actual proper masks are hard to get, and that's fair enough, but I still have not seen people wearing even makeshift, makeshift masks. Makeshift, yeah. When I go out, I see maybe one or two people wearing a mask. I feel like... Of any kind. Yeah, people might might be thinking I haven't got a mask, but like... You've got. You've probably got a scarf if you live in England because it gets so cold. So I just use your scarf. Another very surreal moment for me was watching that video of the Surgeon General in the US. He did like an instructional video of him folding up a t-shirt and making it into a makeshift mask, and it was just very 
it was like something you'd see in a disaster movie yeah. where the government is desperate and doesn't know what to do. So it's yeah. it's falling back on these really old school methods of protecting yourself. Yeah. And I, but again, I still haven't seen that. So yeah, going out to the supermarket each time I've had to is, it makes me extremely anxious. Yeah, I've hate because I haven't been able to go with you either. So I feel very guilty and very terrible that you've had to go every time. Because obviously, normally, maybe we could take it in turns to limit the exposure or whatever. But I wasn't feeling great. Then the two weeks passed because they were saying, if you don't feel good, just self-isolate for two weeks. Once the two weeks passed, my cough got worse. It got so bad that it was like, it was a chesty cough. I still have it now. For a few days, it was really bad, but it seems to like die down quite a lot. I'm still coughing like several times a day, but... So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's just a case of like... Uh, you don't have any other symptoms though. I have had... Remember I had those few nights where I had the like a fever, a little bit of a you chills. I did. I was like very hot and cold, sweating. I don't remember this. Oh, I don't like you saying that because that was like in the first two weeks though. But you never used the word fever with me. Because... I don't know if it was a fever. Look. You would know if you had a fever. Maybe it wasn't a fever then. It was chills. Maybe. Okay. And I had like some tummy issues. Sure. And so I didn't know whether, do I just have like a bit of the flu or whatever? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't want to go out because I don't want to, you know. You know. <laughs> so is that the end of the timeline or do you yeah, want to so keep going? Yeah, so you've been going out basically. For us. Yes. And that kind of brings us to now. A few times, I f remember that time I foolishly tried to carry the shopping home? Yeah, silly boy. What's funny is... It's only like, it's a mile away. I know, but I had really heavy shopping no, I, bags. I'm trying to say like, it's yeah, a... It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. But I had really heavy shopping bags. And the funny thing is, Halfway home, I saw an abandoned shopping trolley, oh, yeah. which is so funny. And I kind of just commandeered it for yeah. the rest of the way home. <laughs> I couldn't believe that when I you know. said that. that it was, was like so serendipity. Weird. It was like being a someone stranded, wandering through the desert and finding an oasis. Yeah. It was divine intervention, if you will. But yeah, I know it's been hard trying to get, especially when you go and they don't have the things I've said to get. So we have to try and get things on the fly. Like, And then the last time I went to the, the supermarket, we have this really big supermarket near us. I went just before closing time and it was, it almost gave me a panic attack because yeah. I had this long list because we we're trying to do the shop for the whole week. So we didn't have to keep going. Out. Yeah. And I had this long list and, Ten minutes before it closed, they did that announcement over the tannoy, tannoy. as Samantha taught me recently, yeah. is the word to use. Basically saying, everyone go to the checkout, the supermarket will be closing yeah. And you hadn't even got halfway through the... No. So then I basically started running around with... And my trolley was so full, I could barely <laughs> push it. So, yeah, I felt like I was going to collapse from... I felt so bad when you got ...anxiety home. and exhaustion. Because that's the thing as well. For a long time, a lot of essentials were completely out of stock. You literally yeah. did not exist as commodities that could be purchased. I think after the first few weeks, they then ordered yes. more. But originally, we could not get 
things like toilet paper, Forget kitchen pasta. towel. Oh yeah, pasta. My All beloved pa- <laughs> spiral What's pasta. What's funny? Yes, you tell the story. We went to the supermarket just before we went to London. And remember I said people had already started buying toilet roll and pasta for some reason. Um, and when we were there, you saw the big bag of It's like pasta. a giant sack, like a three kilogram sack of pasta you can get. Yeah. And we obviously don't usually get those big no. sacks. We just get the smaller ones. And you were like, should we get it? Kind of like joking. And I was like, we don't really need it. Because it like, was shockingly cheap as well. It was three pound. Yeah. For enough pasta to last you four months. Yeah. And we ummed and hawed about it or hemmed and hawed about it. Sure. If you want to be proper. Yeah. And we do. And we didn't get it. Because I just felt silly buying this <laughs> yeah. much pasta. And then I wish I could go back to that day and buy six of those motherfuckers. <laughs> because I had to go without pasta for several weeks. <laughs> And then oh, eventually, you're so, like, no, you know. I know it's not my. That's not a tragic sacrifice. But pasta is one of the things I eat most regularly. You eat it with almost everything. Yeah, it's like my one of my favorite. You actually do eat it with everything. I've just almost everything. Um, Don't besmirch me as a pasta lover. The thing is, it's the spirals. What is it called? Fusely. Fusely. And. You don't want any of the others. Like, they had the yeah. penne or whatever. I don't like... Those tubes. Th- this ones. is the, what we call them. I don't like the tubes. The tubes. I don't like the shells. I thought you did like the shells. No, the shells are okay in a, in a pinch, but I'm not a big fan. Oh, yeah. I don't like the... What are the other ones called? The, the twists. Not the tw- spirals. It's just one twist. Oh, yeah. Like a bow almost. Oh, yeah. I don't like those. But there's another one kind of like the shells. Yes, there is. What's it called? What is it's it? It's like I used to have I like shells. I don't know. Yeah, They're I used weird. to have all different types of pasta. My mum used to make it for me, and I, I even back then I liked the spirals the best. I don't know why. Yeah, you do like spaghetti. But I like spaghetti. Yeah, you prefer spirals. So anyway, you, prefer, you know what it is when you have spaghetti bolognese, you prefer spirals fusily. You're right. And when you have chicken and pasta, or tuna and pasta, or tuna well, and pasta, well, yeah. You f- you mix between spaghetti and fusilli. Yeah. And so anyway, we didn't get it and I regretted it immensely. <laughs> because then they didn't have spirals. It, it haunted my dreams. <laughs> and then... I made you the tubes on one oh, of the days yeah, and you have, didn't like it. I had to it. have the different types of pasta. <laughs> we had to make do. I understand it though because I only like spaghetti. I don't like any of the other shapes or right. of any kind. Only like spaghetti. So I understand. Yeah. So it haunted my dreams as a siren that was calling to me. And then I went to the aforementioned off-brand supermarket, yes. which we will, will not name. <laughs> I just thought of a story we've got to tell, by the way. Um, and and they had one of those giant sacks of pasta. And we, at this point, we'd been without pasta for a couple of weeks. So it was one of those... It just sounds so tragic. I know. <laughs> it's not, but it sounds so tragic. I, I, it was one of those... Um, Double take moments where I was walking past and it was just one left on the shelf. And I did that thing where you look left and look right to make sure someone's not going to shank you for it. Prison rules, you know? And I pull it in my basket and I quickly... You quickly... I hurried my fine little boy booty over to, out there. over to the checkout. But yeah, a lot. so for a while... That supermarket that we've never been to yeah. before now has been kind of it a saviour. Yeah. Because they had the gloves... They had they had um something else. They had toilet roll when nowhere else had toilet roll. 
They had the tissues, I think, or something. Yeah. They had things that other places yeah. didn't so have. So basically, every time I go out, I have to go to three or four different places. Yeah, to get everything. Just because some one place won't have that. The other place won't have this. I want to say as well, this is not all to say, like, complaining. This is like a way of documenting the journey of yes. what's happening. This is what has been going yeah. on in our lives. Yeah, so that when someone listens to this in three years... In three whatever. years. They'll like, remember what no, happened. No, you know what I mean? Or like, okay, 30 years. Yeah. They can be like, oh shit, this is like the journey of what happened. Because there's sure. going to be lots of stories out there that are like very extreme. But this is just like the regular person's this is, yeah. journey. And it's, it's funny as well because I've seen, it's now become almost kind of a knee-jerk thing to say. Almost like a meme where everyone is saying, I've been preparing for this my whole life. Yeah, because we're like... I was listening to a podcast the other day where someone said it and I was thinking... No, you haven't. You're like an incredibly <laughs> sociable person who talks about going out all the time. Yeah. Your job involves you being the, out all the time. And also your job involves you talking with other yeah. people all the time. But Samantha and I are true blue hermits <laughs> in that we do not leave the house. I don't speak to anyone but you. <laughs> <laughs> so when we say we've been training for this our whole lives without realizing it, we fucking mean it. <laughs> Like, yeah, because realistically, nothing has changed. We're still in the yeah, house. Small things have changed, but not... It's more like it's hard to get groceries yeah. and we're... We're scared. The biggest change is the mental It's psychologically it. hit us quite hard. You more than me. Yeah. But yeah, it's I been was, intense. I, and I was definitely of the, like... You know, because you, you see two sides of this. There's, like, use this time to, like, learn a new skill or, like, you know... Finish learning that language or make that piece of art. And it's like, I'm on the other side of like, fuck off. I'm not doing that. I, sure. I'm on the floor in a puddle of just mess because I cannot cope with the fucking horrible situation that the world is in right now. And it's just horrible. Like, that's it. That's, that's my mental state for three weeks. Yep. I'm finally kind of coming out of it now, I think. Like a butterfly from a chrysalis, would you say? Not quite as beautiful or as hey, good. You are more beautiful than any colourful muff, as you call them. Ah, yeah, that's nice. But yeah, Samantha was kind of caught up in a ball, eating Twixes out of a out of a Ziploc bag. <laughs> I and, bought so many Twixes. And Twix just bars making her way through the world. That I if, just as best she could. Making my way through the chocolate is what I'm Making I was her doing. way through her day. And I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Sure. I did some of the things I did. Like everyone has those comforting things that they do when they're like really depressed or sad. Like for me, one of the things is like watching things that I love, like Twilight Ovs, Discovery Witches Ovs. You best believe there's been a rewatch marathon. So I rewatched. That's when you know things are really bad. When I rewatch them, it's like break glass in case of emergency yeah. it's just the twilight dvds because i just couldn't function yeah and so for the past week i felt much better but i'm still struggling to like before this happened like had i mentioned the group therapy on here Can't no remember. you hadn't gotten into that i basically started group therapy which is called dbt which is like a type of talking therapy for people with borderline personality disorder hi that's me um so i was going to that once a week it was only meant to last like seven weeks and i was basically in the middle of it when all this happened and it was going with like it was a bit weird at times 
Well, I won't go into detail, obviously. Let's just say there's a strange assortment of characters at these meetings. Yeah. A rogues gallery, if yeah. you will. And at first it was really, like we talked about, I don't leave the house. I don't talk to anyone, really. And it was really weird being in a room where there was a group of, like, eight other people talking about their lives and how this affects them but after like the second session I really got into it and I was really getting something out of it and so it sucks that that obviously was affected by this so I feel like and I was having regular one-on-one therapy as well I had a plan in place I had acquired all these skills to help me with my mental health I was on a schedule I was working out getting those feel-good endorphins or whatever. Um, I just had a plan. There was an aim. And another thing that I had done, I finished my book in January. I finished my book. Yay. And so I was on a journey. Yes. You know, you were reading, you know, (laughs) happens to the best of us. You were reading the book and giving me feedback and I was collecting, like I was getting ready to send it out. I was writing my query letter, collecting, you know, all the agents that I wanted to send to. And then this happened. And when we got back from London and all of that went out the window, it just all went away. Therapies went away. Um, the book stuff kind of came to a halt because it's not the time, you know. And I stopped doing everything. Instead of waking up and being like, okay, I've got a plan already for the first half of the day at least. These are the things I'm going to do. I'm going to work on my skills, get, you know, my head right. And it all just went out the window. I couldn't do any of it. And I'm still struggling now to, like... My 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 goal now each day is to try to do at least one thing of my previous plan. Right. So that I can eventually build that up to have my full plan in yes. place again. You need to build momentum again. Yeah, and it's just hard. I know. It's just really hard. But you've hard. been doing it, and I'm proud of you, because it is a very difficult time. Thank you, baby. Right now, both of us, I think, just want to sit on the couch. Yeah, just, I know I talked a lot about yeah. it being hard for me, but it's obviously been hard for you as well. I've also been working on stuff, which Yay. has kept me busy, which I will... It's an exciting project, and I will get into more detail in a future episode, perhaps. But yeah, I had that to, to kind of keep me busy. Yeah. To quote Sherlock Holmes, a.k.a. Arthur Conan Doyle, what was the quote? Work is the best antidote for sorrow. Elementary viewers right, might remember that when... Sherlock fakes his own death. That's what he has written on his uh, fake gravestone. I rebuke that. Okay. Because you've basically just said the thing that I said. Like those memes going around or whatever. It's like, okay, but I'm just kill. talking about like, my experience. No, I know. I'm just saying I rebuke it. You're like the other side. Uh, yeah, I like... I'm the one who kind of like... It's, it's hard to say falls apart because... I am I am strong. I survived it. If I was I don't like this idea that like oh you just like crumbled under the pressure of like this horrible thing. Yeah, I did, but like 
I'm still here and I am trying to survive. That's yeah, my way of, of surviving. Yes. It's not my way of like running away from yeah. it. It's my way of surviving this time. People need self-care in different forms. Yeah, for you it's working or whatever. It's like having something to occupy my time yeah. productively. People work differently. Yeah. It's not It's, not well, it's also different in that all. I was very excited not to say that you weren't excited about yours, but I'm at the end of... I'm at the very, very end of something. Yeah. Like, I'm the one step before it being done. So I had that added layer of kind of motivation and invigoration of wanting to take it over that one yard line. And so... I'm, yeah, whereas I'm kind of at the mercy of other people. Yeah, right you're, you're going to... This is the final step in a sense, but then you have to wait all this time and... So it's yeah. like the penultimate step in a, in a way. But anyway, so I, I was dealing with that for a while and it was it was difficult and draining because it involved a lot of research and figuring and a lot stuff of out. New le- learning new things. Yes, learning new skills that will never be useful for anything else besides <laughs> this one little creative project. Um, but yeah, I had that to occupy me and now that's done. And so I've gone back to the 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 glorious teat of video games yeah. and sitting on the couch and doing nothing, which I've been enjoying, to be honest. Oh, speaking of video games, one of the things I did get excited Ooh. about during this time is a new VR game. Not new, but new to you. New to me, yeah, called Beat Saber, where you hold the controls and you basically... It's kind of like... um Fruit Ninja? <laughs> a little bit, but also kind of like the dancing game where you have to hit the steps on the beat. DDR, Dance Dance Revolution. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. The one where you have to... You know those old dancing... Like you yeah, go to an arcade or you'd have a DDR. dance mat and you'd have to hit the beat yeah. with your foot or your hand. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but you're like slight, you're like hitting the blocks away to the beat. Yes. And I got I got so into it like for a while. Samantha there. was bugging me to buy it so that she could play it yeah. on the PlayStation. And Samantha obviously is not a gamer. No, I'm not. This is the first game that she's really been like, you need to get this for me because yeah. I want to play this. And she re- really has gotten into it. It's I really was playing f- it when you were asleep. I even. know. <laughs> she was asking me how to set up the VR so she could play yeah, it while I was asleep. Yeah, because I don't know how to do that shit. Sure. And yeah, it, I played it as well. It is fun. It is fun, yeah. It's very... I posted a video of me playing it on my Instagram. Slicing those Stories. beats. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. It was I, fun. Yeah, it was really fun playing it together. And we still have a lot of the songs to unlock. We have We, we have, can buy songs as well. Yeah. We have levels of mastery yet to attain. Some of some of the as we're getting higher and higher, some of the like levels and stuff, I'm not into it as much because I feel like the, I guess the idea is the game is that you learn all these like different ways of doing it. But for me, the fun of the game is just like hitting the beat. I don't really care about anything else. So one of the levels I got to when I was playing on my own is like, because you have to hit the, the hit the blocks in a certain direction. It has an arrow. Like on you them. go left or right or up or down. So your arms are moving in all these different ways. But the level I got to is the arrows disappear. <sighs> So you don't know, you've got to quickly look and then do yeah. it. And then all this other stuff, and I was just like, you know what? Yeah. I just want to, like, dance. 
Do you know what I mean? They should have kind of like an infinite mode where it just keeps feeding yeah. new songs to you and new blocks. Whereas like you, when you play things, your thing is I want to get to the next level. I want yeah. to master this and then get to the next level. I like level the challenge of new it. gameplay elements. But I, I, so I just would go back. This is the same as when we play Overcooked. Samantha yeah. wants to go back to the very first levels where you're fun. just making a hamburger and there's no way to lose. No, it's not. It's not that there's no way to lose. The fun of it for me was we're making the food and it's like a team team sport type thing. Like we're doing it together. We have to pass each other things and we're doing it. But as the levels go on, it's like we're on a floating ice thing and the, the world underneath me is going to disappear if I don't do it fast enough. And it's so complicated that I can't make any of the meals. You're like, I'm going to do all the rushing about. You just stay over there and I'll throw things at you. And it's like, this is not fun. It's not fun. Samantha doesn't know how to be a subordinate to a a strong leader type like me. It's not that. It's like, I don't... At that point, so much is happening. I can't make the burger. Because I don't know how to fucking make the burger. And that I'll level. delegate all the trivial tasks to you. And then I'll take care of all the no. free Michelin star level it's chef good. expertise. Let me tell you about Ryan and his video games when he plays video games with me, okay? Once upon a time... We have talked about this. We played... I was going to reiterate. Once upon a time, we got Lego Harry Potter. Now... We didn't get that because I'm a super Harry Potter fan. I've not seen them really, and I don't know about it. But we wanted to play one of the Lego games, so we got Lego Harry Potter. What did Ryan do when I was looking around trying to like do things? He was like, "You go and stand in the corner while I look around." Reconnaissance. Why do I have to sit in the corner? Different team members have different roles on no, the team. this sounds horrid. And anyone listening <laughs> to it will will see that it sounds horrid. Yeah, yeah. What what noise did the little Lego Hermione make? Samantha's doing gestures with her little with Lego her little claws. Lego hands. Yeah, the little Lego characters in that game were super cute, man. They'd make these cute little kind of... Just strange noises, yeah. and we kept doing them for ages after playing that game. We did. It became like one of our things. So, yeah. So, yeah. Talking about getting shopping during the pandemic. <laughs> Were we? Let's talk about when uh, my mom got a mystery delivery <laughs> for us. So, my mom... The first week, it was like the first week yeah, of like things. When everything was impossible to get, and we and I foolishly made the mistake of telling her that we didn't have some things. Your mom doesn't live near us, she lives like hours yeah. away. And she, when something away. is going on, she panics. Yeah. She gets very, understandably, she's very protective. She's my mama bear. She was missing you. I think she found it hard not being with you. And I'm her little cub. You are her little cub. And she has to take care of me, and I like that. But she's so far away that I think it was getting to her that she couldn't yeah. help us. She was and worried. Because so, we don't drive either. Yeah. So I think she was worried that we would just go without. So my mo- I was talking to my mom and told her that I'd gone out and I couldn't find a bunch of things like hand wash and toilet paper and stuff like that. And then she basically said, she was like, Tam- remind <laughs> me of your postcode. And I was like, okay, here it is. And then she was, and we ended the phone call. She called me up an hour later and she was like, there's going to be a delivery tonight to you. It's going to have all the things that you need. And the thing is, it wasn't a supermarket delivery. Let's, wait, wait. There are levels to this. 
So I basically said to her, what are you talking about? And she basically said, all those things that you needed, they're going to get delivered tonight. And I kept pressing her on details and she was being maddeningly evasive and vague and just had this air of mystery about her. And I was saying to her, have you got some kind of secret connections? Like, is this yeah, your it was very strange. Illuminati friends that have are going to add, like, bring helicopters? Your mom is a very powerful woman. That's true. She's part of a network of CEOs, yeah. if you will. So uh, we were very. It was interesting. Yeah. It was. We were. We were speculating about what this could be, what form this could take, and then late <laughs> later on in the night, it was like nine o'clock. It all fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> My mom then texted me and was like, "Okay, so they don't have the things that you need. They don't have toilet paper." They're... Well, at first she was like, "They're coming tomorrow," and then she was like, "Actually." They come in. Yeah, now. they're coming in twenty minutes. Yeah, but she was telling me they don't have the f- the things that I said. They don't have hand wash. They don't have toilet paper. So they're just sending you a bunch of other things to see. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then we, she tells me that the guys outside, as usual, cannot find our apartment. No, slash, did not try to find our. Apartment. They don't ever try to find it. They just stand on <laughs> the corner like lost little puppies. We go down in our pajamas, <laughs> freezing in the cool night With air. With gloves on. Yeah. And it's just some, like, gormless dude who's, like, looking around trying to find us. <laughs> Don't say he's gormless. No, he was. He was. Because he could have found our apartment easily and he chose not to. He chose to call instead, which really pisses me off. Because you only have one job as a delivery person, which is to take something from point A and deliver it to point B. That's the crux of your job. So you haven't done 50% of your no, entire it job is a description. Bit, no, a, you're being a bit harsh, but B, you're right in that the door's right there. I don't know why they get so confused. You have to understand, listener, this has happened to us literally Every hundreds time. or Every maybe time. even thousands of times. In fact, it's rare that they can just find it. Yeah, and it's not hard to find it's our not, apartment. I don't know why. They just don't care and they just don't try. It's just like... And I will call you out on it. On the surface. And I'll publicly shame you. It's not immediately obvious where it is and that's why. I, I guess... It's because this, yeah, anyway. So we go out. Anyway, we go down. We traipse down in our slippers. And it's not like a, it's not like a supermarket delivery no. or it's an not, Amazon Or like a courier. Pantry. Or, it's just a guy. It's just a dude. That your mom knows. It's just Johnny Deliverman. Yeah, it's Johnny doesn't deliver, but delivers now, yeah. man. So we take this bag from him. He asked me, <laughs> what was really weird about it is that he asked me for a code. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like some kind of secret agent <laughs> <laughs> drop-off point. Like he was leaving this a. This was all very weird. He was she leaving was, a silenced pistol for me at a dead drop. This was really weird. Your mum was like, "You need a code," yeah. and I was like, "Why do we that need a code?" That added to the air of like James Bond. It's like she was playing us. Yeah. So we went down, gave, gave him the code. He gives us a couple of carrier bags That's full of so stuff. That's so weird. Just standing there, like, give me a code. Yeah. What was he gonna do if we didn't have the code? <laughs> like, we come back up. It's just a it's just a hodgepodge <laughs> of random groceries that have no applicability to us whatsoever. It's like shitty own brand no, cheese. No. I won't let you see it say no, this. It was, We're in a pandemic. No, but you my can't... point is it was it was really like seventeen P block of cheddar. <laughs> then there was some bread that we don't eat. Then there was a bunch of things that had just no relevance just whatsoever. But we were grateful and thankful <laughs> and we ate the stuff. So I, I told my mum that. I said to her, I really appreciate... Because it was the thought that counts, as they say. Yeah. And I really appreciated that she wanted to 
I feel like you were way too harsh about this. I'm harsh about the guy, not about my mom doing this because No, harsh about like it wasn't suitable for us. No, listen, let's not lie to the listeners. We have a covenant with them that we always tell them the truth in its full warts and all. Okay, but the truth is also if we needed to eat those things, we would eat those yeah, things. Yeah, of course. But my point is that's not my, we were excited because my mum was like, I found you a way to get toilet roll. Yeah. And then we got cheddar and <laughs> Hovis 50-50. <laughs> sweaty. Hovis is really sweaty bread. So let's not even get into your yeah. bread I can't rules, do it. I your can't hierarchy. Do it. I of... do have like a strange bread. Um... <laughs> but yeah, I, I said that to mum. I stressed it to her. I really appreciate that you did this. We did appreciate it's it. It's so kind of you to think of us and to somehow finagle this weird <laughs> middle of the night mystery delivery. <laughs> And she knew that a lot of the things that we needed were not in there, so she was probably disappointed as I well. I hope it didn't cost like way too like more. So what? Money what's than... our theory about what she did? I don't know. She knew someone who knew someone. Nearby. I think she just caught, she. I think she took my postcode, looked up what little kind of like convenience stores were near us or like off-brand supermarkets, called one of them and, and said, said, "Can you deliver or pay you? If I pay you, will you deliver?" And they, she told me that they told her. <laughs> Yeah, we've got we've got whatever you want. We've got yeah. hand wash. We've got toilet roll. But they we've didn't got kitchen have any towel. of it. So they were basically just playing her because they. I bet they did not have any of that, and she agreed to it. And then they didn't send any of it. So a cautionary tale. One day we're going to get the real story though. Outside. It's not going to be that interesting. I want to know. It's not like a three hundred page. What tale if it is something different? Intrigue to that? and espionage. Might be. So yeah, that was a funny story. <laughs> it was such an anticlimax <laughs> to bring it in and see what was in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so nice of her. She was so worried. She's a good mummy. She's a good mummy. I pat her on her little her little I mummy head. I don't think anyone wants to be pat on the head. You don't want me to pat you on your such soft, cute little man. princess head. Such a fucking man. I do want you to pat me on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a princess. I'm gonna put a tiara on you. Yeah. Gonna paint a pony white and put it and stab a horn into its head, so it's like a unicorn. I don't want that. It's a lobotomy. I don't want that. It makes it more compliant. <laughs> you don't have to use spurs. You're sick and wrong. Hey, don't want to use spurs. Hey. Anyway, so is there anything else to talk about with this whole pandemic coronavirus? I'm just scared. Yeah. When we get groceries, we're like anti-back the shit out of them. Like every every single, single thing, thing we use. Even things that you probably sh- like shouldn't. Stuff that's just wrapped in paper. It's slightly. It's like slightly paper packaging. Yeah. It's like a rubbery paper packaging, and I do it anyway because I can't not. I worry about the anti-back juice, if you will, <laughs> seeping through. In fact, that reminds me. You told me you're watching that mukbang. Oh, yeah. I was watching a mukbang, you know, those videos where people just eat, just in case anyone is living under a rock and they don't know what it is. <laughs> and the guy was like, it was obviously like the other day, so during this pandemic, and he was like, oh, I should have sprayed the box. You know, in America, they I don't know if they have spray here, but I feel like in all the videos I've seen of Americans, they're spraying. We have, like, the wipes, but they're, right. like, spraying. And so he grabbed, like, the bottle of Lysol or whatever it's called and was, like, sprayed the box a little bit, even though he'd already opened the box. And then he was like, am I supposed to spray the food? And then he kind of misted the pizza with Lysol. And the thing is, right, <laughs> saying it out loud, you've got to think, well, he we clearly just did that for, like, a funny YouTube video 
blah, blah, blah. No, I could tell, I could tell this person was just so dumb. They didn't know. Yeah. So they just sprayed it. And then they ate the pizza. Yeah. It's that's... not like they switched the pizza out for a different pizza. They ate the pizza. So it wasn't yeah. a stage prop. No. Yeah, that's disturbing. <laughs> I've been so paranoid just about everything. Even though I have anti but like the stuff comes into the house, I have gloves on. I anti-back everything with gloves on. So I'm not even touching anything. Then I, then I wash my hands even though I had gloves on. And even though I've anti-bagged everything, I will go and get like a piece of bread and then I'll wash my hands because yep. I'm so I know. worried. I feel the same way. I've been washing my hands probably 50 times a day. Not yep. 50, but a lot. So much so that I've got like lizard hands now. <laughs> They're so dry. And at one point, do you remember I had a rash? Right. Do you remember? Sure. It was while we were in London. I, right. It was when we first started washing our hands like a million times. I had a rash all over my hand and I was so scared. But, yeah. It just turned out to be syphilis. Yeah. Of the hands. Now I have no hands left. <laughs> Where have you been putting your hands? I don't know. Um, so, yeah. My hands have been getting very dry as well. Desiccated, if yes, you will. Yes, they are desiccated. And I do have that. When I come home from the supermarket... I have that same experience where you, if you feel like you can't wash your hands enough, yeah, I want to cut off the skin on my hands I do as well. and get a skin transplant grafted onto them. Luckily, your hand skin does it does it does wear away more than other skin right. on your body, so we will have no skin. Yeah, but how fast does it abrade? Yeah, well, here on my hands, I feel like I've been. Remember when I had that thing on my foot? It sounds really bad. And we were watching the skin grow back, those tiny yeah. little... It was like a I science experiment. I feel like experiment. I've had that here a little bit. Right, sure. Because the it's just been so... Anyway. So, yeah, so I'm scared even though I'm in the house and, like... I'm in the house bored. I'm, oh, in, yeah. I'm bored in the house if you're and gonna I'm in the it, house you're gonna bored. you're going to do it, you to do it. Bored in the house and, and I'm, I'm in, in the, the house bored. bored. I'm in the house bored and I'm bored in the... In the, in the, in the yeah. Samantha's played a lot of TikToks that have wormed their way into I'm my so mind. I'm so obsessed with TikTok. Uh, it is rotting my brain, but, like, once you're on there, you can't get off. Yeah, it's like crack. Yes, it is. The crack rock. No. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> I was trying to think of other synonyms, no, but I couldn't. Great. Ice. Was that meth? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the state we're in. Yeah. And as it, this last week, it's been, we had like a weird little heat wave for April. Oh, God. Yeah. Where's those April showers it's not I was promised? Weird. It's fucking. I was going to say it's officially spring now because it's like warm, mm. but actually we had 20 something degree days. That's like yeah. summer. It was really hot for a few days. We had to bust out the AC prematurely. Yes, we did, yeah. God, I'm, we're going to be so glad of the AC this summer. <laughs> my, my Lord. And yet yeah, yeah. wearing them, like I don't enjoy wearing the mask to begin with. I know this is like, boo, boo, what am I going to say? Woe is me yeah. or boohoo. But I, I, was wearing the mask slightly wrong to begin with, I realised. Yeah, it was like caught on my chin, and so it was pulling down on my nose, and it was very uncomfortable. And then I realised the way to reposition it where it's more comfortable. But when it's really hot outside, and you're walking down the street with A, vinyl gloves on, and B, a mask on. And your glasses. I mean, you just you get very, very I uncomfortable. I see. Yeah, I can't, the, I can't wear my glasses with the mask. Wearing the mask, you're... It just steams up the glasses. Yeah, they get fogged up quick. So I had to kind of like put them kind of like towards the end of my nose a bit so that it didn't like... Yeah, I had the same experience. 
But they also say that you should be wearing glasses so it's hard. Yeah, because you need to be covering all the holes in your face, basically. Your eyes aren't holes. Yeah, but the eye area is softer and therefore things can get in I guess your pupil is a hole, right? No. Yeah, your pupil's a hole. No, what I'm saying is... No, but I know what you're saying. (sighs) You're not smart. I'm a a little bit smart. (laughs) Oh. I was going to say something, but I, I decided I wasn't going to talk about it. Okay, that's your right. That's your prerogative. I want to talk about it, but I've been gagged. Yeah, <laughs> there's a gag order. There's an injunction, a super injunction, if you will. Yeah. You can write about it in your memoir. I have written about. Well, I will be writing the sixteen-volume memoir entitled yeah. "What It's Like to Be Moi." What? In my memoir. In my memoir. What? Come into my boudoir. Oh my god! I just put those two things together. What? Moi. Memoir. They're not connected. Memoir's French, though. And moi yeah, is Yeah, but it's French. not spelled the same way. It's got an R in the end. Yes, but moi is in there. Right. But you can't spell team without me. That doesn't mean that team's all about me. That's dumb. I don't know <laughs> what you just did, but it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, so, so what have we been doing? We've been watching movies. We have been watching movies. What Wait, mo- we've got... Before, what? you always tried to jump the gun. I thought we'd finish. We've been umming and ahhing for five minutes, talking about nothing. I feel like you're always hurdling over AK-47s because you like to jump the gun. Moment of silence. For that dad joke? Yeah. No, no. But um bum is what that deserves. I was doing golf claps. Yeah, and I was doing... Close to the microphone. Fuck that. <laughs> it kind of rhymed a little what bit. What is it that we forgot? We've got lots of stuff to talk about. London. Oh, yeah. Lest you forget that. Let me just say again, once again, Samantha was anointed as the, what's the word? The trip planner. I was. She got to choose everywhere we went. We did everything she wanted because she was the birthday girl. Yeah, because it was basically, it was my birthday. It was also my birthday the day after, but still. Yes, but I had chosen for my birthday to go on a trip. So we went on a trip. So it was my birthday trip, but we could, like, it wasn't like, oh, we're doing, you made it sound like, oh, we have to do all the things I want to (laughs) do. No, I asked you if you wanted to do certain things, and you were like, I want to do what you want to do, baby. That's true. That's what you have to say to the missus. So, yes, we did some things. I basically just thought, we're going to see some stuff, but I want to just eat. That's basically was my thing. I want to try some things I haven't tried, and I just want, and I want to eat good cake. And I just want to, like, eat my way through London kind of thing. <laughs> so what did we do? Let's talk about what we did. Do you want to talk about food first? Yeah, okay. I wanted to try Shake Shack, which is an American, like, burger place. Yeah. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that we stan Five, five guys, guys to use the young people's yes. slang. Five Guys is the fucking goat. It really is. Because everything about it is good. The yes. burgers are good. The buns are good. The fries are good. The free refills are good on The drinks. decor, a little bit tacky. No, I kind of dig it there. A now. little bit of an eyesore. At first it was like, this is weird, but I actually kind of dig it now. I mm. like the red and white as well. It's very American. The fact that they have all those newspaper clippings, though, where it's just praise of, of their chain is a bit... <laughs> it's funny. Self-congratulatory. And they have that board where you can draw a little oh, picture. Oh, yeah. We, every time we go to a, a new Five Guys, we leave a little crayon scrawled note on there. Because they have a little board. cork board for you to... Anyway. 
We've yet to try their free peanuts, though, that they have in big Yeah, it's weird. Crates. Whenever I see people do mukbangs for Five Guys, they always have a bag of, like, a thing of peanuts with them as well. But we don't ever eat the... Are they peanuts or are they... Because they kind of look like monkey nuts. I don't know what the official name is. You know, with, like, the nuts. big shells you have to crack with, like, a... Yeah, but I don't know what they're called. Okay. Regardless. Um, yeah. So... Watching mukbangs as I do, there's lots of American food places that I want to try. Yeah. And then I discovered a few months ago, I don't know how long it's been here, but the Shake Shack is now here in London. So I was like, oh shit, I'm going to get to try it. Um, So Shake Shack is one of the places we went to. And bit of a letdown. Bit of a letdown. Yeah, I would say that's fair. First of all, yeah, first of all, it's like, the same price or a little bit more than Five Guys, and Five Guys is expensive. It's like £8 for a burger or something, £9 for a burger. And the burgers are weird. Like, it's a double patty in a bun, kind of like a Hawaiian-style bun. I'm not familiar with that terminology. Um, and But they don't cut the bun all the way. Yes. It's still kept together on one side to, like keep the juices <laughs> jesus but the bun doesn't fit the burger no it doesn't it's, it's a very a sloppy third, presentation yeah a third of the burger was sticking out yeah um it was like a wardrobe malfunction yeah it was really weird you know when your I meat's look, hanging out on the red carpet what is wrong with you with your juices dripping down this is disgusting because <laughs> your bun has slipped up Um, the meat was nice. Yeah. The burger meat was actually really nice. And you really like the bacon. Yeah. For me, can I go into my review or do you want to, do you want to conclude your... Oh, okay. The burger meat was really nice. The bun was a soggy, <laughs> disgusting mess. It was just not good. Yeah. It was barely there. Like it was quite thin, mushy. It was that kind of bread uh, that gets really like yeah. mushy from the like burger fat. It was gross. And after about halfway, I was like, I really can't stand this bun anymore, but I wanted to finish. I even left a tiny bit of the bun because I just couldn't make it all the way. The soggiest part, the bit that catches all the... It was just horrid. And then... (laughs) Catches... You know the bit that catches all the juice in the glory hole? (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) The mop bucket that they put underneath the hole. That's so sick. Um, (laughs) Oh... It's not one anymore. Someone's got to do that Someone's job. Someone's going to drink that. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's going to be their thing. What's wrong with They're you? They're not going to the glory hole to like do some sucking to or get, get sucked. To get fresh They're juice? They're just there to get the juice. They want the uh, the day old stale juice? It's not just a per- one person's juice either. It's all the people's juice. It's like a trough. Like a trough oh. of juice. Ju- ju- <laughs> anyway, the fries, the crinkle fries were fine, but not... T- they were like... a. They weren't like fries you get from like a fast food place or a restaurant. They were like fries that your nan had made or something. <laughs> like I could have got the same fries from the supermarket. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Like the fries at Five Guys are like oh, really yeah. super potatoey. They still have some of the skin on. They're really great. Like yes, excellent fries. This was not. If, I mean, I still ate them. They're, like I said, they yeah. were fine. They're edible because they're fries. You can't really fuck up fries that much. If Five Guys is a 10 out of 10, what was 
Shake Shack. Well, let me finish. But just, I'm just talking about the burger and the fries. Oh. Mm. Samantha's making a kind of... Okay, I need to put some more A worried grimace. If Five Guys is a 10 out of 10 and McDonald's is a... I quite like McDonald's. Mm. But let me preface it by saying I only like three things. <laughs> I like the fries. Mm. I don't... I'm not... You know how a lot of people like, of all the fast food places, McDonald's fries are the goat. They're not for me, but the fries are nice. People say that a lot. Yeah. KFC fries, how they used to be, were the goat for me, but they've changed them. Um, Yeah, McDonald's fries, they're still good. Those really thin hamburgers, I really fucking dig. My chicken sandwich. And actually, recently, the chicken nuggets have been, they've been hitting different, as the kids like to say. We're so odd. We are so odd. And um, I really like the cho- so I like more than three things. Yeah. I really like the chocolate milkshakes and the McFlurries. Oh my god, there's so much. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I give McDonald's like a six out of ten. Uh, that's a hard. And no I give for Five me. Guys a ten out of ten. I would give Shake Shack like a three or a two out of ten. Wow! Because even though the meat was good <laughs> and the fries were fine, the burgers inedible. Because I don't like the, like yeah. I would not have it again purely because the bun is shit. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm the type of person when I eat a burger or a sandwich, the bread is actually the best thing. Yes, you have said this to me many and times. I don't like a lot of meat. Well. <laughs> I've seen some reviews of you. Don't on... be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. There was something written on the bathroom wall that disagrees with that. Like, even when I go, how dare you? For a good time, call Samani Jani. No. 0800, loves a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> loves it? A... No. Where you go with this? I don't know. I was going to try and mix it with the love a lot name of the Care Bear. Oh, right. But that would have been I too just imagine a Care Bear, like... Bruffel. Giving a blowjob. Which Care Bear do you want? Love a lot. She's got good mouth skills. <laughs> <laughs> All the blokes recommend her. All the blokes. The blokes. Um, yeah. So, like, for instance... I just dropped my phone. <laughs> my new phone. Oh, my God. So, for instance, when we get to Five Guys, I do have the double patty burger because I like, I like the burger so much. But because I don't like a lot of meat, after I've had about three bites, I give you the second patty, and I only eat the one patty. Which I appreciate. So, the fact that Shake Shack, you don't, you get like half a bun, half a fucking soggy if bun. That. It's like a no. It's a no from me, dog. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, they're like a three or a two. That's, that's going to be a hot take on the yeah. interwebs. Yeah. The, our subreddit's going to go wild yeah. after hearing this, this episode. On the Wikipedia page, yeah. it's going to say. We've got a private wiki. Um, but let me quickly finish my review with, yeah. even the drinks were shit. The drinks were so <laughs> small. They were like this. If you stick out your index finger and your thumb and you make the biggest, like an oblong shape with it, the biggest oblong <laughs> oh shape God. you can make. What are you saying? You know what I mean? Kitty, everyone's that's, hands are different sizes. Oh, that's true. Okay, it was like four inches high. It was really yeah, small. It was very... It was like a small drink at McDonald's. Yeah. But a bit wider. And it wasn't people... And it was like four pound or mm. something. And it's just not enough. That's not enough. So you'd have to buy a second drink, really. And you're right now. You're just talking about... You're just token. 
You just token on that that bung. Yeah. You're talking about the coke that comes yeah, yeah. with the I meal. Yeah, I just had a coke. I was gonna have a milkshake, but I decided I wanted ice cream, so I didn't want to get ice cream and a milkshake. Sure. So I got their double, just a chocolate double scoop, and the ice cream was fucking yummy. It was a lot like Belgian chocolate Harvard. It was. I had a little bit of it. It did taste in the same ballpark. Realm, yeah. But we should also say, so we ate the burgers. We thought the place was closing because we were there late at night. So we we were grabbing the milk. I got a milkshake, a strawberry milkshake. Yeah. And Samantha got this chocolate ice cream. We, we were very close to our hotel. So we just jumped in an Uber and went to our hotel and ate the ice cream and the milkshake sitting on our bed yeah. watching Friends on an iPad. Yeah, as we were like exhausted <laughs> as you do. from the day. And I liked the ice cream. I tasted the your milkshake. And I didn't like it very much because it was like... Yeah, you said this to me. Was it... Well, I can't remember. Was it... I don't... Fruity things like yeah. that, like a strawberry milkshake, it tasted like the fruit strawberry. Whereas, like, if you get, like, a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's, it's, like, the flavour It's the artificial strawberry. And I don't like the fruit. Because I feel like it even had slightly fruity bits right. in it. And I don't like that. Okay. So, I don't know what the chocolate one would have been like. I yeah. do like a milk, um, an ice creamy milkshake, yeah. like the McDonald's one. I don't like it to be too thin. I want it to be. I don't want it to be like milk. I want it to have some resistance when you try and stir it with your straw. Yeah, I, I want, want it to not be to able suck. to suck it up. Yeah, like I can't with the McDonald's. I want it to have kind of a gooey. Yeah. Texture. Did you like the milkshake? Okay, so can I go into my review yeah. now? Yeah. He pauses for dramatic effect. Yeah. I really want, I am very excited to try American stuff. Yeah. Which is why we were so excited to try Five Guys originally. And then we ended up loving Five Guys and it's our new favorite place. So whenever a chance to try new American stuff comes up, I'm very excited. And I, like you, especially listening to podcasts, I've heard about all these American places. Yeah. Shake Shack. Mm. In and oh, in, in and, and out, out, Wendy's, etc., yeah. etc. Et you hear about all Popeyes. Yeah, you hear about all these like Taco Bell, all these American places, and I do want to try them at some point, just because I've heard about them so much. They're such a cultural, yeah, like touchstone in America. Everyone knows about these places. Everyone goes to them. I feel like we have so little. Everyone has an opinion on them. Fast food places. We have like McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, and then like. The few pizza places, whereas America has like so many different big chain type places that everyone loves. Yeah, yeah it, it does seem there is more diversification. I think because there's, I mean, I think McDonald's is obviously the king still, but not in the way it is here. Yeah. Also, watching a lot of mukbangs, like people will like talk about McDonald's like it's not that great. <laughs> you added an extra syllable yeah. <laughs> in the middle of that. And KFC, because they have things like Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, KFC is not like the chicken yeah. thing over there. What's it's the not... chicken burger place? Also, they have a very different menu to Which us. is like anti-LGBT. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. 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 People still fucking eat it there. Well, yeah. They're like, open it's on... too good. You can't eat it on Sundays though yeah. for some reason. Because of the Sabbath and the Lord decreed that chicken yeah. sandwiches were not kosher <laughs> on this day. Anyway. So I was very excited. And when we got in there, I don't like the vibe of the place. I didn't like it either. It has a really kind of like soulless corporate feel. I felt 
I don't, like I said, I don't like the interiors of Five Guys. I think it's a bit kind of small. But they at least did something with it. It's at least kind of iconic. Yes. Whereas this place was just like upscale burger joint anywhere in the world. Yes, it didn't look like it. It had nothing on the it had walls. No character. Yeah. No kind of distinguishing features. It oh was my just... god! Let's pause. Yeah. That fucking guy was so high. Remember the guy who served us? <laughs> oh man! After it, like I would say. So can I get like a burger? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> can I get um, fries? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know what? Can I get a drink? And then he and then he was like, so, okay, so what was that? And I had to yeah. say the whole thing again. He had like the sleepy eyes and he was yeah. very spacey. He probably was He high. was high. I don't blame him. I think he'd probably started smoking already because they were closing yeah. soon. If I had to do a 12-hour shift behind a, yeah. ca- a, a cash register. I'd be high as well. Yeah. So anyway, I was very excited and I was extremely let down. <laughs> So is it because it was the end of the day as well? It's also just, when I spend that much money on a meal, yeah. because we are not the type of people to go out and eat food, <laughs> well, we're not. I don't know, but it sounded really weird. We're the type of people to get stuff delivered now and again, yeah. but we don't go out and try new places. I really am very, I'm on a hair trigger of disappointment. Yeah, me too. I really need to be impressed and wowed. That's why we don't try thing, new things that often, because we can't afford to like just get a different meal if they, this one sucks. Yes, it's like one and done. Yeah. If this sucks, then that That's is... That's it. Yeah. The burger, let me break it down, because there are wildly yeah. discrepant elements in it in terms of quality. Burger meat, fine. A little bit no, kind... No, you, like, you said you liked it. Let's not play it down. Let me go into it. Fine. Fine. A little bit too sloppy and juicy for my for my personal taste. Yeah, it was kind of very greasy. But compared fine. to like five guys. In hindsight, again, you can't bring up what I said in the moment because when you spend fifteen pounds on a burger meal, you want it to be so good that you're going to make it seem better in your mind. Yeah, but you did say, no, the burger meat is good. Yeah, and I'm telling you now that with the benefit of hindsight, with the clarity oh, of retrospect, that's... I can amend my original rose-tinted glasses. I don't think that that's I just spent £15. I need this burger to be good for what? my own self-esteem. <laughs> okay, continue. Burger meat, fine. The cheese, I had cheese on mine. Mm. It was fine. The bacon was exquisite. I'll break that into three syllables. That's how good it was. The bacon was an 11 out of 10. Some of the best bacon I've ever had at a a fast food place ever. Perfectly, perfectly cooked. So crispy and so just flavorful and salty and just good. Just real, real good. The bun was garbage. Yeah. The bun was atrocious. It yeah. was a zero out of ten. Yeah. The it more, was a minus. The it more you it. ate it, it started to gross me out after yes. a while. Yes. Because it's this tiny little bun, very like thin, a weird kind of like bland, starchy uh, bread that just had no. It didn't taste yeah. the same. It's like other but like buns can be different. Like the Five Guys bun is the different from the McDonald's bun, but they still taste like bread. Yes, <laughs> these didn't really taste like bread. And as soon it. as it gets kind of the burger juices in it, it just becomes this like 
soggy mess. Dense, soggy, gross, kind of doughy mess. The bun really ruined the burger yeah. for me. And it sucked because the rest the rest of the elements were were okay to middling and then this one really great element. So that was a that was a disappointment. Overall the burger Oh wait, I should go into the fries because it's kind of a package deal. I don't love crinkle cut fries. I don't think I've had them very much, to be honest. Like I understand the appeal of them that there's more surface area to get crispy, but I've just oh, never yeah. I've never been a fan. I feel like they would have been better if they were slightly thicker. Because they were cooked in yeah. a way that you know how like sometimes McDonald's fries can just be sticks of fat? Yes, very much so. They had a little bit of that going on. Right. And so it was a little bit like they need to be thicker. So they have more kind of a potatoy. So yeah, so they had more potato in them. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I just I don't think if I'm being honest, I don't think I'm ever gonna love any crinkle fries. It sucks because I really like to watch people eat Shake Shack. Right. It's one of those really satisfying things for people to eat. Mm. Like but now it's like now it's been ruined for you. Like ruined. You know the truth. Yeah. Soylent green is people. And people are going on about the bun, and I'm like, the bun I, is fucking. Maybe the bun's different trash. in America. It doesn't look different. Right. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, the fries were fine for what they were, but I don't like crinkle cut fries, so I didn't enjoy them very much. They were not very big either. When you go to like Five Guys, they famously give you like a sack of fries mm. if you buy the big one, which is like yeah. five pound. And that I. At but first, here, the I fries, go on. Sorry. Yeah, here the fries were still like four pound, and yet it was this tiny little tray of it fries. It wasn't a big portion, no. No. I at first I didn't like that five guys just dumped the fries in the bag, the paper bag that you get everything in, but I kind of have grown to like. Yeah, because we just like rip it open and have at it. Like we just, it's like a sharing. It makes thing. it feel more, yeah, more kind of like home style and yeah. Rustic and there's a little so bit. many of them. Yes, you get a huge. You never portion. eat all of them, no. even when you get the big one. Yeah. So overall, just talking about the burger and fries, which is the the star of the meal for me. If Five Guys is a ten out of ten, and for me it is, I would say Shake Shack was a. 3.5 or 4. Okay. Probably 4. Weird that you gave it a 4. I'd probably give it a 4. I like the meat more than you, and I like the fries more than mm. you. Yeah, I gave it a 3 or a 2. You have a harsher scale than I do. Yeah, I think it's because you're on that fucking video game scale. I'm on the IGN scale. You're on the IGN scale of, like, never giving anything. Yeah. What you've got to think is, A, would you have it again? No. B, is there anything worse? Yes. If there's not much that's worse, then why isn't it lower? No, because I told you the bacon was the bacon will haunt my. The bacon is barely there though compared to the other stuff. No, but the bacon was the real star of the burger, and I enjoyed it so much. Uh, you should have just had like a bacon. Just a ba- just a bowl of bacon. <laughs> a bacon with like burger meat buns. What? You know they have those like bunless burgers. About? You no. go to In and Out, and you can get like burgers wrapped in lettuce oh. instead of buns oh for like keto people yeah interesting yeah the bacon was so sublime that it brings everything <laughs> do you else dream about up. It? i do i have wet <laughs> dreams about it <laughs> yeah bacon grease comes out of my urethra oh, oh my god i hope there's no vegetarians it snakes it? <laughs> its way through my vas deverans <laughs> i'll say it european style <laughs> 
it lubes all the tubing in there, you know? <laughs> it's good for the reproduction. <laughs> Imagine telling your children that you begat after that. You're like, yeah, you. Re- it was really easy to conceive you because I'd already lubed up all my testicle tube in with bacon grease. My God. My God, indeed. Testicle tube in. Okay. So, yeah. Shake Shack. Moving on to the milkshake. Oh, fucking hell. This is like a five-year review. <laughs> I hate that you do this. I hate it so much. You know what? I'm going to call you out. This is going to be the first of several call-out segments on this episode. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. That was a neat jerk. Thoughtless reaction. You deserve to be dragged for that. I apologize. I apologize. Not only did I patiently let Samantha (laughs) get her entire review out first, because that was the gentlemanly. I'm sorry, I just thought we were over. Chivalrous thing to do. Self-sacrificing, some would say. I apologize. Calm down. Then I tried to get my few, my scant few thoughts out. Tell us about the milkshake. I love milkshake. forever hold your tongue. I love milkshake a lot. I like really just strawberry milkshake i've had a few vanilla milkshakes that i've enjoyed over the years but mostly it's strawberry milkshake yeah and i only really like chocolate milkshake yes that's true so hearing that this place was called shake shack and they're famous for their milkshakes Mm. i was kind of excited about that too you were like to me when we were like deciding what we wanted you were like you have to get a milkshake because it's shit i'm like i understand what you're saying but right now i would really like an ice cream i don't really think i can get both right just because which one are you going to eat first? Because if it's an ice creamy milkshake, that's going to melt too. Like the McDonald's ones, when they're melted, yeah. they're not great. So it's like it wasn't going to work, so I had to choose. You just gave me a sensory flashback to having... I forgot that I used to have um, strawberry McDonald's milkshake. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. I love the chocolate milkshake from McDonald's. It's so good. I feel like American people will not shut the fuck up about this shamrock <laughs> McDonald's milkshake that used to be big. Isn't that Starbucks? No, there used no. to be this kind of green mint. Sh- it was called Is like that sh- for around St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, I don't know if it's seasonal or not, but it's I've be, heard right? a lot of people reference it. Anyway, so I got the strawberry milkshake. Not great. Not great. Uh, it's okay. Like you drank you- it all, though. Yeah. Well, again, you get a small little cup yeah, of it. Yeah, it was like the same size as the... I do get a bit pissed Coke. off when you pay a lot of money for stuff and they give you a tiny, tiny little... Tiny, Like, amount. really just... That is when we think of something else that we had. Okay. Fine. I, I totally agree with you in that I prefer... You know, it's, it kind of sounds a bit weird to say, but I prefer the, offic- the artificial strawberry flavour. Yeah compared to the real strawberry fruity flavor it's like when i eat a yogurt i like those yogurts that we get which are they are the strawberry they're like kind of a mix between the artificial strawberry flavor and a fruity yeah a real fruity strawberry flavor but then for some reason when you get the big pot of it instead of the little pots the big pot has the actual fruit bits in it Mm. and i really hate that sure i hate that a lot I won't have it. So <laughs> now that we've gone that out of the way, yeah. So I'm with you. I like the artificial flavor. Yeah, more. I will also say that because this milkshake had been allowed to melt for ten minutes while we got home, yeah, to the hotel at least, it wasn't. 
you know, it wasn't it in wasn't its prime a, shape. Yeah. The ice cream was really melty as well, yes. but it was really nice. But you like your milkshake. I do like your my ice cream, ice cream melted. melted. I like my ice cream to be rock hard. <laughs> I like to chisel at it with a little miniature pickaxe. Do you chew your ice cream? Um, I bet you do, don't you? You're one of those chewers. I guess. I suck my ice cream. You just like let it melt around in your mouth. This is a really. You know, people have like an ice lolly or an ice cream bar and they bite. Yeah, I'm not one of those. I can't do that. That's crazy. I can't just like. I was going to say something very. Go on. Lewdly suggestive. You have to. I kind of just close my lips around it. And yes, like, and then just let it. And then just pull it into my mouth. <laughs> and then just like play with it with my tongue. That's what I do. As and well. then when the juice kind of slides down the throat. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so this milkshake had half melted, wasn't in top fighting form. Was was it wasn't great? It wasn't great. That's what I'm going to say about it. Okay. So that thus concludes <laughs> Ryan Finch's <laughs> epic length Fucking description hell. of his one meal at Shake Shack. Overall, quite disappointed. Would yeah. not go there again. I can't believe it's quite disappointing. Like you're saying, and you're giving it a four. That's insane. What a four is a low score. <sighs> Whatever. So, what else did we eat? If someone said, that girl's a four out of ten, that's insulting, isn't it? Well, it's insulting that you're rating people yes, but out of ten. Put, okay, forget that. That <laughs> movie is a four out of ten. Yeah. That's insulting. Yes, but... It doesn't tell me that it's like the word... It's like... Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? And yes, obviously rating people, especially women, is gross and disgusting. I was just using that as a random example of what a douchebag would do. Okay, Shake Shack out of five. That Just take my score and divide no, it by two. out of five. Yeah, two out of five. That tells me that it's all right. Two out of five is all right. Because a three would be like, yeah, I'd have it again, but it wasn't great. But a two is like... This is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Okay. What else <laughs> Samantha we... just likes to fight. A She's place... got a bit of a combative soul in her. A place we like to go to in London, because we used to live by one, is a place called The Diner. Oh, yeah. And, um... We should... remember, me... remember talking about the best chicken burger ever? Yes. I talked about that on the podcast. I know you did. I did. You definitely did. So that's the place. Well... We should say that we intended to go to London and try a lot of new foods. Yeah. But then we just kind of fell back on our old favourites. Yeah, we did a bit, yeah. Went to Poppy's, best fish and chips ever. Yes. That was... Ate it on a bench in the open air Spitalfields market. Which was just great. It, yeah, it's kind it's of enjoyable. It's so great. It's enjoyable to eat it's it weird, outside. It's because, like, we also talked about the time we went into Poppy's restaurant, and yeah, it was terrible. It was. And it was really expensive, yep. and we were made to pay a tip that we didn't want to pay. However, when you get Poppy's takeout, it's different. I don't know why it's, it's different, yeah. but it is, and it's cheaper. Anyway. Anyway. So after that, I was like, I want some dessert. So we went to the diner, and I remember we went there before, and we had a brownie. Oh, are yeah. we are really big fans of like a brownie or a piece of chocolate cake with like warmed up with ice cream? Yeah, vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's what I wanted to go there yes. for. So we went there and we got a brownie. And let me tell you, people, it wasn't a brownie. False advertising. Do you know what it was? It was a really small piece 
of fudge. Yes. There was no cake or brownie material <laughs> in there at all. It was just the fudge that you would get on top of like a chocolate cake. Yes. Or if you had a fudgy brownie. And it was maybe like, a bit thicker than that in consistency. Yeah, yeah, it was like sl- it was like a thick slop. It was like really weird. No, not slop. It was like slime. Not even slime. Because it, it was a bit kind of more it was a bit It was gelatinous. Yes, that's yes. And I was just like I took a bite and then I took another bite and I was like, where's the fucking cake? Like where's the brownie? <laughs> There's no brownie. And yours was the same. And I was so upset and disappointed. Oh, no. I still ate it, but, like, it wasn't great. <sighs> and, then, and the thing is, I don't really like the fudge part on chocolate cake. Unless it's, like, melted so much that it's, like, chocolate sauce. Which it does. Which it does Especially when we have it at it home, yeah. Right. Samantha stood up and screamed, where's the cake? And then she ripped <laughs> off her, her tearaway pants, and she had assless chaps underneath. And I slapped her big booty, and I said, there's the cake, motherfuckers. <laughs> And then someone called the police, which I thought was rude. Someone isn't has got to think that's real. Yeah. We are the type to do that. We are the type. We're so extroverted, you know? Yeah, sure. We, like, do that every time we leave the house. (laughs) So, yeah, that was really fucking disappointing. So much so that I was then on the hunt for something else to have immediately after. Yeah. But didn't end up getting it. I didn't hate it as much as you do, but I I like fudge more than you do. Yeah. I I was disappointed, though, because when you order a brownie, you should get a brownie. (laughs) It was... Uh, you should. You know what was weird as well? They did that thing, which I don't also don't enjoy, but it's a whatever, where they, you know, they tap the kind of dessert sugar over yeah. it, the powdered sugar. Over the fudge. And I ate some of it because it was on top of some of the fudge and ice cream. And it was like a little bit... It kind of gave me like a spicy reaction. What? Like it was almost a little bit hot. I don't think you may not remember this. I told you at one point that it tasted like I don't know what that was. I don't know if they were poisoning me uh, with ghost peppers. <laughs> I do vaguely remember you saying something now. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know what happened. Like whether weird. a little particulate of pepper had gotten into it or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It was weird. Oh wait, before oh, you yeah. you leapfrog ahead, I am the type of person where when I have something sweet, especially chocolate, especially something like a large chocolate dessert. Which I, this was not. No, it wasn't. But you know what I mean. It's rich. It's very kind of, it coats your mouth in its chocolatiness. Does it? I need to have milk afterwards. Uh, yeah. I need to. It's just become a compulsion. It is just the perfect pairing for me. This place did not serve milk. Not on the menu, no. So Samantha... I went up to the guy and I was like... She went up to the bar. I did, yeah. And I was like, do you have any milk? And I could see a bottle of milk because obviously they make hot drinks. And I could see a bottle of milk. And he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, can I just get like a glass of milk? And he was like, oh, yeah. And he poured me a glass of milk and he was like, don't tell the manager. And they didn't charge us for it. He just gave me it. So I thought that was nice. But if I'd gone up to the... you wouldn't have asked. If I'd gone up to the bar, he would have been like, you what? You want fucking what, mate? That's a different... Sit your ass back down before I get the bat. <laughs> but because this cute chubby with pink no. hair went up... You just wouldn't have asked. No, I wouldn't have asked. But I was like, yeah, of course. They're going to have milk, so why not? I appreciated it. It was, uh, it was a nice gesture by yeah. you to source me some milk in the field. So what else did we eat? 
We went to we Hummingbird had, Bakery. Oh, we had poppies, obviously. Yeah, we had poppies. Which is really nice. Which is good as always. Best fish and chips. They do these like little, little pieces of cod, battered cod. Yeah. Which is nicer than the big piece. Yeah. So you get like four like medium sized pieces. It's also poppies is quite good value in that you get big portions of stuff. And we shared. Essentially the, the same portion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like two of the pieces yeah. each. And then, and then of course you get the, the, re- the giant hunks of buttered bread. Yeah. Oh, man. Which you could use as a makeshift mattress. I could just eat that right now. Oh, it was so... It's... Why don't we get that bread and that butter? I don't know. We should. They use like a really rich butter. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I'm Jesus. not a fan of butter usually, but... Yeah. Anyway, so we had that. That was your meat. And then... Of course, we yep. had to go to the best. You know what? Hummingbird Bakery yeah. has been knocked down a notch. Yes. I feel like when we went last time, which we must have talked about on, on the we podcast. We did. We talk about everything we do. It's Yeah, we do. It was so good. But this time, they didn't have just a chocolate one. They had a Nutella one. Let's talk about what they make first for people. Oh, yeah. It's cupcakes. Very expensive artisan cupcakes. Yeah, they're like five pound each or yeah. something, um, or six pound each. Hummingbird is people in London know about hummingbird. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a staple. Um, and they're not very big. No, at they're all. not small though. I will mm, say. Actually, let's don't even think about saying that because I realised that it's like half cupcake, half icing. Yes, that's rather true. Rather than having a cupcake and then having icing mm. on top. Because when you peel away the thing, there's barely any cake there again. And I, I also was just, I feel like it wasn't like that last time. It was. You might be misremembering. Yeah. But you also got to keep in mind that most people, you don't agree with this, but most people think the icing is better than the cake. Yeah, I don't think Which that. I agree. And that's why I like the 50-50 split. Oh, yeah. I don't like I that. like the cakey part of it a It needs to be cupcake. more like 70-30 or even 75-25. Oh, no, I don't agree. But it's not my favorite part. If the icing is really good, I could just eat a bowl of icing. <laughs> but, yeah, they didn't have just like a chocolate one. They mm. had like Nutella and then they had like Mars bar or something. Right. And it was like Mars bar inside. I don't know. It was weird. And then they had a bunch of flavors I didn't like. The vanilla cupcakes are the best. Those are the best ones for me. The vanilla ones with like pink frosting or blue frosting. Those are really nice. For me, it's a a toss up between that and the Nutella one, yeah. which I quite enjoy. Oh, and the one I got last time that they didn't have this time was the chocolate cupcake, but like chocolate orange, which is for people who don't live in the UK. Chocolate orange is like a big thing here. Basically, we have this friend called Terry, and every so often he kind of knocks out a couple of chocolate oranges for us, and we say, thanks, Terry. <laughs> it's not at- Terry's, it's mine. Leave it at the doorstep. Um, but they didn't have that this time, so do you know what I did? I got the cho- the vegan chocolate cupcake, because that was the only chocolate one they had, and I was thinking, it can't be that different. Like, it can't be that different. Well, if it doesn't have milk in... Oh, eggs. Yeah, that's quite a big difference. It was not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a zero. I'd eat it again if it was there, but it wasn't great. Right. But the vanilla one was really good. Yeah. Um, I think we both just had the experience of once you've had something, it makes it made such a spectacular first impression on us when we first had Hummingbird yeah. Bakery Cupcakes that... 
every time since then, it has kind of dropped down Drop a tier. Down a it's bit, it's yeah. the law of diminishing returns. Yeah. And this time we ate them and thought, yeah, they they're they're yeah. good, but they're not out of this world anymore. And I think that is, to be fair to them, that's more a case of us just getting used to them. But it's not like we even have it once a year. I know, but... So... Yeah, It's yeah. just, you know, it needs to be better. Also, what's up with... It kind of seemed like the the serving people at they this were place... Kind of rude. ...were being kind of rude to us. Like, Samantha was... Because they have a very narrow store, and they have this really long, transparent glass counter with all the cupcakes behind. And there was no one in the queue, so it's not like we were holding up anything. Samantha was ranging up and down, like, looking at her options, as you do, as I was doing as well. And the women behind the counter just seemed... I had to ask a few times what the cupcakes were, because they had silly names. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is a carrot cupcake. It was like, this is fucking Derek's cupcake. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? They had stupid names. And I couldn't tell from looking at it what it actually was. And so I would be like, what flavour is that? Because I didn't understand. And then it wasn't clear because of then what she said it was. I was like, so does that mean that they have that in the middle or is it just on top? Because I was trying to find... Because there were several chocolate-looking ones, but they had the weird things inside. And I didn't want that. But every time I asked, she was very like... Yeah, resting like, bitch face eye rolls like as if she was Did being troubled uh, to yeah. do her job to just tell you what was in the cupcakes i feel bad saying this now no i don't she feel was bad kind of rude to you me know why really know because why. we're about to spend whatever 20 pound on cupcakes at your store and we're the only people in here <laughs> i'm i'm sure that you haven't been jam-packed with business all day we come in here and we're asking you basic questions and you're being you know, kind of rude. Yeah, and I wasn't rude in return. No. I was just no. like, you know. Anyway. I didn't see that as a fail necessarily. No. It was just a little bit. But the amount of money we you spend yeah. on them, though, you want them to be, you want it to be a mouthgasm. Yeah. And it wasn't a mouthgasm. I had looked up a few places prior to get, like, good cake. And because we went there, I didn't end up going but next time we won't go to Hummingbird. We'll yeah, we'll find. try somewhere now. I want to go somewhere. I'm so sick of this, like, I know this might be a really silly thing to say, but, like, you go there and you're expecting this thing and you get, like, this really small whatever. I just want someone to give me, like, a really fat slice of cake. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want this thing to last me three bites. I want it to take me eight minutes to eat it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, talk in the same line. Vain. Yeah. <laughs> we should talk about the donut store we went to. Because oh, that yeah. was somewhere new we tried. And it that. actually turned out to be quite good. Yeah, the donuts was kind of strange. What? Wait, what was it called? Do you remember what the store was called? I got a picture of it. Oh, yeah. We take a picture of everything yeah, for our scrapbook. Ofs. For our secret live journal page where we document our journeys. Yeah. What's it called? Samani, Johnny, and Rajaz go places dot livejournal dot com. <laughs> okay, just give me a sec. She's scrolling through her ten million photos, which she refuses, no, steadfastly declines to delete, delete off her crammed storageless phone. Oh, it was called Donut Time. It's always a good time, wasn't it? Like styled like Homer, like The Simpsons. No, just that one. You get so confused sometimes. <laughs> 
Just that, what a shitty thing no, to say. Just that one donut. Oh. You know why it's really weird that you said that? Because you're, look, you're looking you at said. a picture of the store and you can see it's I'm not Simpsons I'm not looking Simpsons at a picture fiends. of the store. I'm looking at a picture of the box. <sighs> you fucking bitch. How dare you? <laughs> Sometimes you say blanket statements. Oh, like, you know. Give me strength. Why couldn't you just be like, no, you're confused right now or no that's not what i said instead it's got to be like you're so confused sometimes like is your brain normal that was intense <laughs> well, you said it you know the funny thing is listeners samantha right now is wearing these big dangly earrings that say the word love on them and hey. i'm not feeling a lot of love right now you just said i was a dummy is that what I said, or is that what you... You said, I get so confused sometimes, like I'm an old lady. Did you infer that? That's what I got from what you said, yes. Okay, phone down now. I'm looking at the donuts. <laughs> okay. You're just going to make so, yourself hungry. I am hungry. So we got these donuts. But anyway, before we get into that, yeah. it was this tiny little store. I love you. I love you too. That being said... You upset me a little bit. 1%. Did, did I really? 1%. By saying that you get confused... You, you when you said get, it, you were just like, you get so confused sometimes. Like, you're really annoyed with me for being confused. I wasn't. I think you may have read that into what I was saying. Yeah. But it just seemed really inexplicable to me because the store has absolutely... You said some... I just remembered you saying something about Simpsons. I will tell you what it was in a second. But oh, okay. the store itself has absolutely nothing which could link it to the animated hit TV show <laughs> from the late 90s and 2000s, I The did, Simpsons. You never showed me that picture, by, by the Matt way, Groening. of the store. I oh, don't... It's on my phone somewhere. So I don't... I've not seen but it. But we, we did walk past the store. I don't I don't remember anything but the donuts. Because it's all I can see. But my then, eyes so turned what made you think the store... to donuts. <laughs> I just remembered you saying something okay. about, you know what? what, I love you. I love you too. I had a really nice time eating donuts with you. Me too. So be nice to me. I put them on my shaft and you ate around. You nibbled off the donut. Samantha is just looking at me like, this is what I have to put up with. This masculine, sexual innuendo. Saying nice things to you and you just turn it into <laughs> trash. Into lewd trash. I love you. I love you too. Okay, now tell me about the donuts. Okay. Yeah, so it's a ti- a really, really tiny store. Just basically just a hole in the wall that you could walk into. And incredibly... It was almost a little bit disquieting. Incredibly bare inside. Literally just a countertop and a woman with... Not even a real cash register or a card reader. One of those little flat card readers you can get for your phone it was really weird really there weird there was no cash register no and that you couldn't pay by cash that's so weird and i went in there and it was just everything was so bare and white and it was it was weird you didn't see inside so i know you can't comment on it but it was strange but what the the donuts which looked incredible in the window. Yeah. They're like really... There's pictures on my Instagram. Yeah, and they are Instagrammable donuts. Yeah. They are made up to be kind of the type of thing you eat with your eyes before your yeah, mouth. Yeah, They're very pretty. They all have really weird names. 
Like one of them was called Stranger Rings. Oh yeah, they did have weird names. Should have took a picture of that. They actually. had like parody names. Yeah, they did. And what Samantha is thinking of is one of them was made up to look like the the iconic donut from The Simpsons, which is pink frosting with sprinkles yeah. on it, and it was called Dough Nut. Yeah. Spell as you'd imagine. And that, that is like when people think of a donut, like yeah. that's what the donut that's looks what, like. That's what kind of crossed wires oh, in okay. Samantha's mind. Um, and so I got you to get one of those. Yeah. Standard issue donuts. Then we got one of the aforementioned. Would you remember what it was called, the chocolate one? Yeah, Stranger Rings. That one was called Stranger yeah. Rings. It was like chocolate upon chocolate. Yeah. Upon chocolate upon chocolate. It had like. A chocolate frosting, and then it had, like, not, there weren't hundreds and thousands, like, sprinkles. They were, like, tiny, crumbly bits of chocolate, like, really fine. And there was glitter. It was, like, edible glitter. (laughs) Do you remember? Samantha's face was lit up. It was so pretty. And then in kind of, like, a cross, there was, like, a little bit of Nutella. Yes. It was like an alternate universe where there is no matter besides <laughs> chocolate particles. Yes. And the chocolate particles over millennium had kind of coagulated into a planetary structure, which was just a world mm. where nothing exists but chocolate. And we basically, we just got those two and shared them both. And we were like passing the donuts yeah. back and forth, like eating like bits from each And it's one. funny as well because I, Samantha dragged me for this to use... A new word that I've learned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they came in these little cardboard containers. And they gave you... They gave you plastic forks. Yeah. And well, I was why e- are they giving us plastic forks? I was forks? eating mine with a fork because... Towards the end, because it got so messy. I'm a dainty lady, and I can't yeah. mess up my makeup. And he was like, you better not tell anyone about this. <laughs> but Samantha was insulting me, and my manhood. I wasn't. It was so funny. I even used the fork in the end as well, because sure. the chocolate one got really fucking messy. Yeah. And we were sitting in, like train station eating yeah. them um but they were really good they were really good but they were strange okay as in like the donut part like the donut material stop saying everything's a material <laughs> <laughs> like the the cake the donut cake part yeah it was different to How like so? most donuts i don't know it was just slightly different okay they were good though i thought they were really good they were better than like i'm not really a huge fan of crispy cream I've never tried Krispy Kreme. They're better than Krispy Kreme. Oh, okay. Well, Krispy Kreme's they also... Were these big. were quite expensive. And these were big. They were thick. Yeah, they were really big. Krispy Kremes um, are quite small. Yeah, I enjoyed them. And I'm not a donut person, but I do... I'm the type of person who likes icing You a do lot. like those chocolate donuts we sometimes get here, though. But I like them mostly for the icing, if I'm Isn't being honest. Isn't it funny that those chocolate donuts that we get here that are like 85p are like quite fucking good yeah they're, they're surprising you get four chocolate like ice ring donuts yeah. kind of thing with chocolate on and then hun- sprinkles hundreds and thousands and they're like 85p or a yeah. pound and, and they're, they're just, really fucking they're just good. from a supermarket and they really punch above their weight they bake them in house so they're like yeah. fresh i like but i like these big these big um yeah they were yummy they were good i don't they were expensive though how much was it? I can't remember. I think each one was like four fifty. Yeah. Or maybe five pound. That's fine. And we wanted to try them mostly because they looked so good. Yeah. And I was really in the mood for like some dessert yeah. type situation. And then, of course, afterwards, as I have mentioned previously on this episode, 
I had to go and get a, like a, what is it? Like a quarter pint of milk. Oh, yeah. I literally just went to like a store and, and bought just got like, like a tiny, a tiny little like carton of milk. That was cute. It's just a thing. I can't have something yeah. chocolatey and then not have something milky. Yeah, you have to. It's a, it's a compulsion. He's <laughs> so cute. But yeah, Did that we was, eat anything that was good. else? Oh, we ate McDonald's a few times. <sighs> yeah, I had Samantha dragged me to several McDonald's. Basically, when we got there after the we got off the train, it was only like half eleven or something in the day, and I was really hungry. But I wasn't in the like it wasn't like a Five Guys time or something. I, like I didn't want something that huge. And we'd had Subway the day before, mm. so I didn't want to have Subway. So I was like, let's just get McDonald's, you know. And let's I was like, let's, oh, you know, let's just not. But we did. Let's just do it and then say we did on the podcast so people think we're like down to earth and come over. And then, okay. <laughs> so we got McDonald's. And then on the way, like our last thing that we did, we haven't talked about what we did, but our last yeah. thing that we did just before the train <laughs> There's station, so many layers of this. <laughs> We got McDonald's again because we were hungry, but we didn't have time to like go yeah. somewhere and wait half an hour for them to cook it. I will say this. You were talking earlier about how you only like a limited selection of things. McDonald's. Yes, it was hard. I literally only like one thing from McDonald's. Maybe chicken two nugget. if you include dessert because I like McFlurries. Yeah. I only like the chicken, chicken McNuggets. Yeah. I don't think they're called chicken McNuggets. I think that's what they're officially called. Uh. That's their like trade name. Yeah. <laughs> I like them a lot. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. I used to, it's funny because when I used to go to college, which is a British term, what, in America no, it's... college is what they No, mean. but I mean what we... Oh, they'd call it community college, wouldn't they? No. I'm, I'm struggling to not say you're confused right now because I don't want to... I'm not confused. You... I just don't know what you're trying to say. That's not confused. What is it then? It's, um, you're not, you've not said enough for me to know what you're talking about. How is college not the same? So when I say I went to college, oh no, wait, that's a British term, and then you compare it to an American university, I feel like I, I have already given it to an American university. A community college is a type of university in America. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I felt like I gave you enough information to begin oh with. Oh my God, can you just tell me you what you're unpack? trying to say? So that's why I think you were confused in that moment. I wasn't confused. I just didn't know. And just because you're confused in a moment doesn't have any negative disparaging but i don't like it 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 doesn't like i'm allowed to not like it it's not me attacking your intelligence by saying you're confused at the moment but saying i'm confused is like a way of like putting me down in that moment instead of trying to help me understand you're just like you're confused i'm like all right like <laughs> what do you want from me try to help me understand Clamity. and i won't be confused <laughs> i i think it is me voicing my frustration in that moment but i'm not trying to attack you i'm not trying to patronize you but you are i'm I, i'm literally just expressing my frustration that why are you so frustrated so quickly i you know no it i was short make, fuse yeah it doesn't make any you actually don't know i i don't know why can't you just tell me just you on your own explain what you're talking about as opposed to i still to don't understand what you're talking me in the about. committee of <laughs> Explain without any input from me okay without me asking questions okay just try to explain what the fuck you're talking you know about. that's another thing that we should point out in a lot of these cases the reason why you jump like you jump in quickly and say what you think i'm saying before i've had a chance to go into more detail i do do that yeah but i was trying to understand 
I don't want you to continue speaking because I, I will then just, for the whole time you're speaking, I was thinking, but I don't know what you're talking about. So I'd rather point by point now. But what if you let me finish the first sentence and then there might be more explanatory nuggets okay, of information? I do do that. You do? And I own sometimes. the fact that I do that. We're all imperfect, but we're all trying to be better. You speak for yourself. <laughs> you tell me what you're talking about. The important part is let's be excellent to each other. We are excellent to each other. Do you think that this is an argument? No, not at all. Because it's not. I think this is charming transparency that we allow ourselves to have on the <laughs> podcast where people see us working through a slightly tense moment yeah. with openness and candor and ardor ardor yeah. ardor i love you i love you good shall i continue yeah okay. start from the beginning so when i would go to college mm -hmm. which is a british term that we use here i think in america if it translates to the last two years of high school my bad. That's okay. I would... It was in the middle of my city centre in my hometown. And there wasn't many... When I would have a lunch break... I there feel was, really bad now. No, that's okay. I should have just let you finish the sentence. P possibly, yes. But I also... I, I was saying that you were confused as a way to vent my frustration. So it was slightly antagonistic... And I apologize for that. Thank you, baby. I'm sorry, too. I love you. I love you. Okay. Should we just spend the next two hours saying I love you? I love you. I love you. <laughs> at, at some point, there's just grunting sounds and the sounds of friction. <laughs> no. Wet friction. It's pornography. That's the name of my first. You're a pornographer. Spy novel. Wet friction. Ooh. From Ryan Finch. Are you telling me all those novel names for the castle show? Yeah, I was very... And it's just like I was on Amazon and it suggested I knew that heat. they had had someone ghost write. Mm. If you haven't seen the, the show Castle, Nathan Fillion plays like a crime writer who writes these fictional kind of crime who thrillers. inexplicably gets to help the police. I'm yeah. not really sure what with. He has connections with the mayor's office. <laughs> anyway, during the show, they had released these books as if they were written by Nathan Fillion's character, obviously ghost written by some dude. And I saw that they had they continue to release them after the show had finished, mm. suggesting that they have taken on a life of their own and have gained kind of like a independent popularity. That was very interesting to me. Yeah. Like the merchandise from a show has outlived and outgrown the show itself. Like. Because it's not even set in the universe of the show. It's, it's not. It's set in the universe oh, of the universe of the show. The show. And even the author page wasn't Nathan Yeah, it Fillion, had a picture of Nathan Fillion. Funny. I feel bad for the ghostwriter, though, yeah. who's written 10 books in this series. And they're all called, like, Red Heat, yeah. Hot Heat. Naked Heat. Super Heat, I don't know. <laughs> Unbearable Heat. Oh, God, it's hot. Turn off the heat. That's the final. That's the climactic episode. How do we get onto this? In the saga of Nikki Heat. Oh, and Derek Storm. So not only are they all called something Heat, but the person in it is called Nikki Heat. Yeah. What a stupid name. It's parodying the tropes of that genre, okay? Yeah, still. It's kind of like a knowing, self-referential thing. <laughs> you tap your microphone down again. There you go. Okay. My, this has turned into such a longer story because we, we have digressions in digressions like Russian dolls. But my my point is there wasn't anywhere really to get 
food when I would go on my lunch break that was close. So oh, end- yeah, I totally thought this is what we're talking I'd about. I'd end up getting a foot-long Subway, specifically Meatball Marinara, the goat. You do love that. The Subway of Champions. Or I would go and get a box of 20 chicken McNuggets, and I would sit there listening to podcasts and just like slowly eat my... I would dip them eat into ketchup, the- and I would just like eat a whole box of them. Would so you not I- get fries? No. So I have kind of fond memories of, yeah. of McDonald's chicken nuggets. I remember years ago the chicken because they never used to be, years ago they never used to be 100% chicken breast or yeah, whatever. there was beaks and feet, feathers in Stop. there. Stop. The occasional like clod of dirt. So I hadn't had chicken nuggets in years and then I had a few of yours and I was like, whoa, <laughs> these are really nice. How can I make these at home? You can't. Yeah, you can't. I saw, you know, I saw on TikTok and various places, you know, because obviously all the McDonald's have closed. People who work there or whatever were taking home the food rather than throwing it out. So they had like big bags of like the, the frozen, frozen chicken nuggets oh, wow. and stuff. Is that and legal? The buns. Well, I guess because they would have just thrown them out. If right. Not. But if it's frozen, surely it's long life. Yeah, but I don't think anyone was coming to pick up the food. I think it was just a... I think these are criminals that you're... Oh, whatever. No, because people were saying, like, she someone asked for something from someone she knew, like, do you have any cheese or whatever? And they gave her, like, a huge, massive bag of it, and it was, like, from oh, okay. McDonald's or whatever. Is that what we're going to get? Just, like, a giant plastic sack of frozen nuggets? Yeah, pretty much. The chicken nuggets that you get from the supermarket are so shit compared to them. I haven't had them since I'm a kid. Yeah. Since I'm a kid. I feel like they just... That's weird how tense. Americans talk since I'm since I'm 16. So is it weird, a, yeah. Okay. I'll take your word on it. It's really strange. You seem like a trustworthy sort. I am a trustworthy sort. So we had McDonald's a few times. Should we talk about what we did? Yeah. So some of the things I wanted to do was... I wanted to go to the museum. The, what was it called again? The Maritime. Yeah. It's in Greenwich. Because I thought you would like it. Samantha kind of misled me. Perhaps unwittingly, unconsciously, but she misled me. I thought she, it was a war museum. She, she kept telling me it was the war museum. Like an old war museum. So I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be like World War One exhibits. And that, to me, is awesome. Yeah. I'm very fascinated by that era. I missed it. Yeah. And then we get there and it's all just like ships and boats. And I'm like, well, Sorry. this is pretty good. Sorry. I'm not really into the Navy. You enjoyed it, though. Until catastrophe struck. Yeah, we'll talk about the end. Yeah. Um, That's the last thing we did anyway. Yeah. And then... I wanted to do something on one of the evenings because I feel like, because we're not people that really like go out. We don't go out to like bars or like, we don't like comedy shows or I don't know. I'm trying to think of like things that people do on an evening. Sure. And because I knew that we were just going to eat like five guys. Um, I did look at a few restaurants, like restaurants with views to go at on the evenings. Mm. But then I would look at the menu and there'd be nothing that we would like. And this is when I really realised, I mean, I knew, but this is when I really realised I like almost no food. (laughs) I like chicken and I like burgers. And if you're going to put weird shit on it, I can't eat it. So I can't really go to a restaurant like that because it's not going to be anything for me to eat. So 
I decided we would go to the Sky Garden. I wanted to do something a bit, you know. Which we have been to many times yeah, before, Yeah, because we used to course. live by it. Um, you should explain what the Sky Garden is. There's a big, huge building in London called the Walkie Talkie Building. Because it's like kind of like the shape of a walkie-talkie. It's kind of not, though. It is a bit. In my opinion. Well, you know, it makes me think of more. It makes me think of the giant, giant um, cord, like, phones. Those really old, big uh, mobile yes. phones. I know so what you're maybe saying. maybe that's what The ones with the big, from. thick aerials coming yeah. out of them. Yeah, you're kind of right there. But more kind of, like, squished into, like, a blocky. Yeah. But I don't think it looks like a walkie-talkie like at a all. It's like a speaker. Oh, it does kind of look Don't a bit like a speaker. Anyway. Anyway, so we've been there before, and I thought it would be really nice on the evening. Did you say what the Sky Garden was? Oh, yeah, and the Sky Garden is, like, at the very, very top of this really tall building. There's, like, this cute, just, like, area where there's, like, bars and restaurants, and you can just... You don't have to go to a bar or restaurant. You can just taking the view there's, there's windows like, the whole way around so yeah. you can look out and it's like didn't you say it's le- they were legally mandated to open it to the public yeah i think they i don't know i don't know about that i think so i maybe. think when they made the building the local council obligated them to have the topmost section of it open to the yeah, public because it's free you yeah. don't have to pay to get obviously you have to pay if you go to the restaurant and you have to pay if you buy stuff from the bar but to go up to the sky garden is free but the, i remember i was stalking the tickets like every day because they go really fast and then i ended up like something happened and i, I stopped looking and then <laughs> i missed that sounds so ominous i know and i missed the day i missed it it was full but then they were like book a place at the bar so you're not even booking a table you're just booking a place at the bar which mm. means nothing you didn't have to pay for like a drink in order to get it, and so that's how we got in. Um, yeah, and they had like someone playing live music. Let's get into that. I really dug this live band yeah, because they were playing such strange, eccentric yes. music. Just a weird playlist of songs, which in a sense didn't go together, but because so many of them had a special significance for Samantha and I. You see how I did that? That was weird. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I don't like I've it. I've been practicing my... Th- we'll try again. Try that again again. So, because they have a special significance to Samantha... Oh, my God. I can't stop no. myself. I'm doing it the right way. For Samantha and I... Yeah. You like the way I say it incorrectly. Yeah, I do. That's a problem because I need to... You're not saying it incorrectly. I need You're to, saying it with your natural... I need to discipline my lazy tongue. It's not a lazy tongue. Sometimes I whip it with a tiny little ball whip. That's horrible. I have scars. Scars on the underside of my tongue. You always have to take it to another level. I do. That, um, that's my specialty. But because they had a special significance for us, it was just this incredible sequence of songs... Where we really dug what they were playing. They played, I need a dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. And if you took more dollar, dollar of me. We clearly don't know Yeah, it's a really good song, though. But it's like one of our songs. It's the opening credit song for a short-lived How to Make It in America. That Samantha and I liked about these guys who are trying to start a business in New York City. And it's a very, like, unique memorable song yeah and at, so, at one point we'd sat down we'd got some drinks and we were sitting down and i i had like a weird moment where i was thinking 
they can't be playing this song. Like, this is, is like a random head? song yeah. that was like on this show that got two seasons. I mean, I'm sure it's a song besides that, but <laughs> it was just so, such a random connection. And then after they started, yeah. after they played that, they then started playing "Teenage Dirtbag," yeah. which is another one of our songs. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, maybe with you. Ooh, that was amazing, brother. If you could see his face when he was doing <laughs> I was really, that, he was so into it. A lot of jaw movement. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, so they played that immediately after, and we were just like, what the fuck is happening? I know, what a weird sequence yeah. of songs. And then they also played a couple more songs yeah, that we knew. Yeah, I can't remember what else. But there were really, like, I, I, I dug it. It was a yeah, weird, unusual choice of songs to play on, like, a rooftop bar of a skyscraper. Mm. So then we just basically sat against the windows, taking in the view like, for a little bit, and mm. just had a nice time. Yeah, because it, it, it was nighttime. Which is the more fucking right time. <laughs> and we sat with our backs against the windows and we were just looking out at the city. And it's so pretty when it's dark and all the lights are kind yeah. of glittering. And we were taking selfies and we were just talking. We talked for like a while just sitting there against the windows. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Because it's quite dark in there. They have the lights quite low. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can really see out the windows like really well. Yeah, it was fun. What else did we do? We went to the photographer's gallery. Mm. Do tell. Um, that was fun. What's the photographer's gallery? It's just a gallery of photographers. <laughs> so I don't really know. But it's, it doesn't have it's like a... Isn't it like a special... Oh, it's like the oldest... Yeah. It's like the first yeah, gallery just for photography. Just for photography, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a a UK institution. Yeah, so we went there... And I know you've been some, wanting to go there for a while. Yeah, I had. We always went there once before, but we didn't go in. Mm. Um, so that was fun. I enjoyed Can we that. talk about the exhibits? Yeah, they had gone. It was interesting. They had some really good exhibits that day. I felt like we, we got very lucky with their what they were showcasing that day. But they did this weird thing where, because it's like five floors, and each exhibit is on a different floor. And we didn't realize it, but they were all competing to win a prize. Yeah. And on the like third or fourth floor, they ask us who wins. They ask you to decide to vote. And we haven't got to the last floor. We didn't yet. realize there was another one above us. Yeah. So we both voted for the same one, which was this pretty cool idea, where, um, this woman who's a painter, she had these photos of various things, and she got. I think it was her husband on the other end of the phone. He divided them into grids and each little grid square was given a number based on its like color content. And then he read the numbers to her over the phone and she tried to recreate the image via paint. Yeah, it was really strange. It was like a commentary on how difficult it is to communicate in the modern age. And it was really good. Seeing that just before like... So, like, isolation. Yes, and yeah. I thought it was lockdown. really good, and that's why I voted for it. Yeah, but then... But then... <laughs> on the next floor, this guy went to, like, all the concentration camp locations 
and took a picture of the sky above yeah. them. Like looking up straight up into straight the sky. Straight up at the sky. So it's seeing what they would have seen. Yeah. And there were, I don't know how many, hundreds it and hundreds of locations. Incredibly well set out. And the way it was laid out was in this like black room or whatever. Yeah. In the center of the room where there was this massive like, table type like giant thing. giant tabletop yeah and they were all they were just little squares Polaroids. almost like polaroids yeah. laid out just to make this big map of sky yeah but everyone looked different some had clouds some didn't have clouds some had like light flares it's some like didn't all have these different flares. shades of blue yeah and it was really and oh and they had the coordinates of the the camps and how many people died there or how many people were in there. Yeah. And I, it was just fucking it was, uh, amazing. It, it really was incredible. It was so emotionally intense because yeah. you read the description. And then, and why I say it's so, like whoever p- figured out how to present this exhibit is a genius because it forces you, you can't see the Polaroids in the center of the table because they're so you can't like crane over and see them because the table is so big so you have to kind of stand back and just take all of these like little blue squares in at once and you have to walk around it to try to get different perspectives and And it kind of makes this composite like it almost looks like you're looking at one big sky that's split into little like grid squares kind of like the previous exhibit idea aside from all that what an interesting idea I know yes like not to like go there and take pictures of the camps, what's left of the camps or the grounds where the camps were. Yeah. But the sky. The commonality one, between them. That's really just, it really, it makes you think of it in a different way. Yeah. Because you're put into their shoes slightly. Not like, yeah. you're not obviously put into their <laughs> shoes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. But like, he's trying to say this is what they would have seen. And they all kind of saw the same thing. Yes, yeah. with slight variations, yeah. which is what would have been true. I'm sure this it was pretty uniform across the board, but depending on yeah. who worked there. It was just a really powerful... Yeah. It's so understated. It, it that's was. What, it was so strange. That's what like, makes it really get you. Yeah. And we saw this and we were like, can we take our votes back? Can we back? take our votes? Well, you had to post it in like yeah. a box. So we'd already voted. So I was very annoyed about that. Um they had an uh, an obscura, a camera obscura as well, which was cool. Which is cool. It was on the side of the building. Yeah. So you could kind um, of look down on the street for it. Yes. It was very cool. It was pretty cool. And uh, then they also had this strange little mini exhibit. These two paintings next to each other in apposition. And some, like, it was almost like someone had taken some squares out of them. A lot of squares in this oh, place. Oh, yeah. You really liked that. I liked I it feel. a lot. And there was benches around it so you could sit and look at it. And then there was little comment cards and it said, write down what you what see. What you see. Yeah. And put it in this box. And there was like a little light box next to it displaying the comments of what people had yeah. seen. And they basically said, these might get uploaded. if you." And so mm. Samantha and I put ours in there. And then a couple of days later, we got an we email. We did get an email saying they and were loaded. They, they put them on their little Tumblr page. That's pretty cool. Which is cool. Um, so the gallery was really cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I would. I wish we had gone there more often. Because only £5 per person, right? Yeah. I wish we had gone there they more often. They had a often. cool shop there as well. Yeah. So a lot of cameras and Film, equipment and stuff. Photo books. Which is cool. 
postcards. We yeah. bought some postcards, didn't we? No, Not we couldn't. From fo- there, we bought some from the um, from the mu- was the museum. Was it the maritime? Yeah, we they had like a little. Where sp- are they? <laughs> I think they're still in the. Oh yeah, yeah. They're somewhere. They're some. They're somewhere. Everyone's somewhere. They had cute little jewelry pieces at the maritime, like space themed, like yeah. stars and like. They had moons. A, a little astrology yeah. gift shop as well, which was weird, and we went in there. Yeah. Where? What else did we do? Um, my brain is blanking. I was have a moment on the. You podcast. wanted to walk through. Oh, my brain is. Oh yeah. I wanted to just walk through Hoxton and Shoreditch because it's a cool. They're cool areas, and mm. I just wanted to like take some photos, take some photos and stuff. Um. Yeah, so that was fun. We got while to, we were there, yes, while we were there, let's just say we, we were, were trying to find something to eat because yes. it was still morningish time or getting on to lunch time. And we went past this very strange location called the Bike Shed, and it's like a motorcycle cafe for bikers. Yeah, and I was thinking, looking at the outside and knowing what it was, that it was going to be much more. Gritty. Gritty, yeah. And like lo-fi. But it actually was like... Very upscale and <laughs> like, yeah. It was for the fancy biker. Yes, it's for like the the financial yeah. executive who rides a Harley once every year. We actually didn't go in, but we looked at the menu and you saw that they had... Something got its hooks in my it heart. It did, yeah. I saw that they had blueberry porridge, which it was made with real blueberry jam. Um, and it had like... It said it had flakes of coconut on it. And it just, I don't know. Something about the description. It sounded really yummy too. I really wanted it. But Samantha couldn't find anything she wanted. So we didn't go in. So I was happy to find somewhere else. But then you couldn't stop thinking about the porridge. <laughs> so the next <laughs> that morning. That sounds insane. <laughs> so the next morning we made our way. It was the last morning. Yeah. We made our way there. And we had, I had like a basic just English breakfast yeah. prior up. And you had the porridge. Now, <laughs> the breakfast was horse shit. Sure. It was bad. The service was also bad. Oh, don't even get I me started I was kind on of that. annoyed. The pers- they had several servers who seemed to not be doing anything. But this one server who seemed to be taking on the whole restaurant was our server. Yeah. And I'm like, this is confusing. So she took a while for her to come and take our order. And then when we got the food and we finished the food, I was wanting to pay. Yeah. But no one else would take our payment. We had to wait for her. And when we say a while, this is not us saying, you know, two minutes past and we're like, where is this woman? It was like 20 minutes. It was ridiculous. And yeah. we could not flag her down because she kept getting, like, snagged by other tables. And it said on the menu. Right. That they add a tip. A mandatory A mandatory like 12% tip. tip or something. Yeah. yeah. Which just is a slap in the face. It's not like, it's not like I feel like in the past other places have been like, we add the tip and you just need to sign to let us yeah, know if you Yeah, it was like, no, you tip. will pay this tip. It was a mandatory tip. Or we'll break your kneecaps. And I was like, all right. But then the service was shit. So, was, and I didn't enjoy yeah. the food. So it was like, why would I tip? Like, I don't really understand. But we had to. <laughs> But you have to, yeah. Um, but luckily, the food, it didn't come to that much. The tip only worked out to like. Yeah. But it's the, yeah. again, it's the principle. It's the of principle. The yeah. Tipping for me is not about the money, yeah. it's about the point. What is tipping for? 
Does it deserve a tip? That's what it is to me. Because it's also like there's good service, there's okay service, there's not great service, and then there's just rude, shitty service. Yes. And that's kind of what we got from that's this place. That's what we got, yeah. And it, at that, when you drop down to that tier, mm. that depth of hell, that Stygian <laughs> abyss. That kind of thing makes you not want to go back. Yes. Let alone leave a tip. Which is hard for me. Yeah. Because. Yeah. This porridge... I would go back for you to have that porridge. ...was a transcendental experience. Yeah, so much so that there is blueberry jam sitting in our fridge For us now. to try and figure out how to make yeah. it. It was... It was creamy, It was sublime. Said. Yeah. It was so good. I can't even tell you how good it was. It was one of the best breakfasts I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was exquisite and i sometimes make porridge for you but you don't have anything in it mm. so we got i mean you have in the past you have like fruit and stuff but usually you don't but we got some blueberry jam so for we can to, try and, and i'm gonna learn how to make it creamy try and cobble together our pale imitation you said that it was really creamy. it was really creamy it had it was yeah it was really creamy porridge or oatmeal whatever you want to call it then it had flakes shaved flakes of coconut on top i mean that, you're not really a fan of coconut but it kind but, of went yeah it was weird and then it also had fresh fruit on there it had yeah, it didn't have raspberries on there no it had black berries oh, it had okay. blueberries and it had Blueberry something else jam. wasn't there a red fruit strawberries oh yeah and it had sliced strawberries on yeah. there yeah and then in the underneath the oatmeal, in like a little sphere at the bottom, was like a nice portion of blueberry jam that you could yeah. mix into everything. And it was just, I don't know what it was about it, but yeah, it was incredible. It was, yeah. It blew me away. I was very glad to have that shitty breakfast so that you could have that amazing experience. That. Let's talk about my shitty breakfast. I just had like a standard like sausage, bacon, egg, beans and toast, right? Baked beans. And I mean, they said that their baked beans were like these special bike shed baked beans. Homemade. Made in these, whatever. It's something when the beans aren't even good. Because yeah. it's like, you can't really like <laughs> fuck those up too much. The bacon would have been the only thing that was nice if... Like, it wasn't so hard that I couldn't even bite it. Um, even the eggs were weird. Like, everything was weird. The toast was like a sourdough sourdough toast, and I'm not really into that, but it's toast. So, again, you can't really go that wrong. So, the toast is really what, like, gave me some food. Jesus Christ. So, I, I basically just ate a few bites of each thing just to really make sure that it was shit <laughs> and that I couldn't make myself eat it. Yeah. And then you, like, had my sausages and stuff. It's funny because I actually really liked the sausages and you hated them. I knew I wasn't going to like the sausages because they knew they would be Herbie sausages. <laughs> That's what I called them. Herbie the dream sausage? I just, like pork sausages with yeah. no herbs and no herbs or spices in them but they're so hard to find these days that's true um i like the sausages a lot but the breakfast came with the sausages and i knew that you would eat them if yeah. i didn't like them so i will agree the eggs were not great i don't know if it's the oil they used or yeah. it was just a bit off they were weird they didn't taste like eggs it was yeah. really strange the beans were awful atrocious and there was like two spoonfuls yeah. of them it it was just and i had some of the I, the bacon was pretty bad as well yeah after having that shake, shake i know bacon, it was impossible to compete 
Yeah, so I was fine with it, like, because if your po- if your porridge had turned out not good, mm. I would have been pissed. But, like, the fact that you liked it so much made it worth it for me. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Because you saw how much I was craving I it. I did, yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. It just sounded so yummy. Yeah. And I really want, because we'd, we'd eaten a lot of fast food, and I just wanted kind of like a wholesome breakfast. Yeah, you were feeling like... You know, you didn't want that yeah. stodgy kind of... I wanted just like a normal kind Although of... Although you did then top it off with sausages. <laughs> yeah, but they're not fried sausages. They are. You know what I mean? Like, it's not That's sausage... That's fine. I was just saying, like... It's not sausages like you get in a fast food place. What am I trying to say? I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. Something... Oh, My... something I want to try at some point, which is hard because like we said earlier... Where the type where it's like you know. I can't believe I said they're not fried sausages. <laughs> Is my brain leaking out of my ear? Just like a little a so. pink goo coming down my earlobe. Spinal fluid. Ew. Um. Oh, flashbacks. Um. Yeah. yeah. For a future. That, that's a story for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, something I want to try at Five Guys is the hot dog. Okay. I always see people, like, when they get the mukbang, they get, like, a burger and they get the hot dog. Sure. And I really want to try it, but obviously... It's hard. It's hard because we... Usually it's like we can just about get the five guys. But I think I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it sure. next time. But what if I, you hate it? Well, at least it's not my system. Yeah. Are you really, like... I really want to try okay, it. Okay, then you should get it. But I would be getting the burger too because I know I'm. <laughs> then you're not. Like it. You're not. Well, I guess I could get the hot dog. <laughs> Sacrificing. No, the idea is that I want both. Sure, that's fine. Because I don't know if I'm gonna like the hot dog. Okay. So I'd get both. I'm not a big fan of hot dogs. It'd just be like a special. Even the best hot dog in the world probably is not going to win me over. There's in town in our local town. Sure. Where we live. <laughs> don't give any. Yeah. Don't tell them about the donut man. They have. There's a donut man. Oh, I could just eat one of those hot donuts that you get at like the fair. Where they're like fresh fried. Oh, man. Dipped in sugar. They're pretty good. I won't lie. They are pretty good. Um, There's there, there's like a hot dog man. <laughs> there's a lot, of, a lot of men. He sells hot dogs. They're our finest men. And it's the type of sausages. They're like wiener sausages. Yeah. You know, they're like. um. Yeah. I it's know not like mean. pork sausages that you get. I mean, I for think like they're breakfast. still pork. But you wouldn't eat these for breakfast. Right. It's a different type. Yeah, they're they're like, like actual hot, hot dog sausages. They're like the red. Are they the red? Like They're not red, no, but. But I know what you mean. Is it a savloy? No. Oh. There's like a type of hot dog that's red. Yeah, no, they're not red. But um, in a way, these hot dogs are kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pound for a hot dog. Right, sure. But they're so good. I know what you mean. You know what it's probably like? What people rave about the hot dogs from Costco in America. Oh yeah, that's like when that people like talk about fifty I- cents the IKEA meatballs. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I, yeah. And I've even seen people say like they bought the hot dogs from Costco that you can cook yourself, and it's not the same. Right. You have to just go to like the f- the food court court place and buy the hot dog. You need the scent of desperation. In yeah. The air. But these hot dogs in town, minimum they ha- wage. There's several different hot dog men, is what That's I call them. Interesting. But like, it's different types of hot dogs. Okay. And I only like this one particular sure. hot dog. He's They're your hot so dog nice. homeboy, would you say? He's my hot dog homeboy, and he knows what I like. He's I always don't like, like where this is going. What I mean is like 
he was like, right, darling, you know, that, like, you know, and then he was like, no onions. He always knows that it's, like, no onions. Sure. And a carton of, they do this cute little, like, child carton of, Juice. <laughs> a little juice it's box? squash, but you don't have squash in America. A cute so. little girl with a hot dog and a Cordial. juice box. Yeah. Adorable. I used to get that. When you were speaking about college, getting yeah. like, sometimes after college, we would all go to town and we'd all be hungry. And we'd go, I'd go, they would usually get like, we have this place here called Greg's where they sell like. And by here you mean the United Kingdom. Yes. Not our particular yeah, city. Yeah. It's like a like a sort of like a bakery type place. Yeah, but it's savory. Yes, they have like um, sausage rolls and pasties, pastries. meat filled pies yeah. for people who don't have like pasties and stuff. But they also do like these little mini pizza. Yeah, they do that type of stuff. Type things. So all my friends would go there. I would just get like a donut like from there, and then I would go to the hot dog man, and that's what <laughs> I would have. Sure. And they would all be looking at me like, oh. It's Manfred's doing some faces there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot translate to radio, but they were. To radio? Yeah. Call in. Talk to us. Can you imagine if we took call in? Don't, I'll never forget when I told my mom about the podcast and she's like, do people talk back? And I'm like, mom, it's a podcast. I mean, they like, might say stuff out not... loud when they listen, yeah. but we can't like psychically intuit what they're saying. My mom says when she listens, she talks back. Interesting. Like she's having a conversation. And then she says, and then sometimes I don't speak to you because I feel like I've spoken to you. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, yeah. The last thing we did in London is we went to this maritime museum. Oh, yeah. I feel like we did more, but I'm forgetting. <laughs> Maybe you'll think of it while I tell the story. Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed I was expecting like a World War One museum. Yeah, I really messed up on that situation. And we get there and there's like a bunch of ships and cannons and stuff like that. And I'm not really into Navy battles. I, like naval <laughs> warfare is never really. You're not? No. <laughs> I, I can't say that I am. I can't tell a lie. I'm like honest Abe. It's not really my thing. It doesn't interest me. The museum was fine. Um you really have to be into ships and that type of world because it's not just ship to ship combat on the open seas it's also there's exhibits about trade and there's exhibits about yeah yeah. it was like horrible stuff like how we took over india yeah like there's there's like stuff to do with slavery and colonies and stuff like that which definitely fascinating in its own right but just not really my bag mm. so i was i was kind of a bit disappointed and we also we foolishly which i will never make this mistake again neglected to take our coats off and give them to the the like coat room yeah. so we were so hot when we we're walking around because they keep it really hot in there that we kind of just wanted to cut it short however yeah. Like an idiot. Big mistake. Big. Because Get I didn't reference. take my coat off. So let me tell you, listeners. Let me shift my position so I can get into a rant mode. I have this coat. <laughs> Some might say the coat. It is the coat. It's very 
it's very it's excellent would you say that it has become associated with my yes it's your if everyone has an aesthetic yeah your aesthetic is that coat yes i love this coat it's made by the company g-star mm. which is not a company that i frequent in my adult years um because i think they usually make jeans and and boots and i'm not really a fan of their other stuff but anyway 10 years ago i saw this coat on azos when i used to do a lot of shopping on azos and it was the most money i'd ever spent on a piece of clothing it was like 200 pound and when i was 17 that was basically a fortune that i could have bought multiple houses for that it seemed like (laughs) And I just lo- there's just something about this coat that I love. It's like a kind of a short trench coat, would you say? Like yeah, because it comes to like the, your thighs. Yeah, or it's something. like a, a truncated trench coat, yeah. but it's it's black and it's made out of one of my favorite materials. Is it black? It's like a charcoal. Yeah, color. it's maybe really, really, really dark gray. Yeah, to the point where it looks black. Yeah. It's made out of waxed canvas, yeah, which is a material that I absolutely adore. It's like a smart. It's like, you know, it's not like a casual coat. No, it's not. It, I just love this coat. When I saw it, I had to have it, and I've I have taken good care of it ever since. I wear it a lot. It's definitely a part of my like mental self image. This coat doesn't it relate to Deus Ex, the video game? I kind of see why you would say that. Because I in, thought it did in the later games in the in Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, the protagonist Adam Jensen wears a a a coat that looks kind of similar to it. Is that partly where you got it? No, that because those games hadn't even come out when I bought this coat. Oh, it does look kind of similar though. I'll, I will Why definitely do I grant think you. that? In my mind, because that's canon. At one point. They brought out an officially licensed coat that's an exact replica of his coat in the game. And for a little while, I was kind of lusting after it, but it was really expensive. Uh, maybe that's why. And I never ended up getting it. Probably because my coat already looks quite a lot like it. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> We're walking around this maritime museum, looking at swords. And ships and shit. And cannons. And rope. <laughs> and sails. We get it telescopes buckets etc <laughs> etc et i will say some of the guns they had there were kind of cool yeah they had kind of like antique rifles and pistols and like big blunderbuss shotguns that look like it'd be impossible they to had hold. a few cool paintings as well yeah of like the ocean and stuff yeah do you remember that giant painting you had to go yeah. into a separate room for and it was the size of an entire wall yeah they had a few giant paintings that were mm. quite good. There were, I mean, again... See, it wasn't terrible. No, there were things that were enjoyable about it. I just... And I partly wanted to go there because Greenwich Museum, the outside of it is quite amazing. And I wanted to take some pictures. However, I didn't end up doing that because of what happened next. Sure. We were walking around and at one point, I I won't go into the whole, the whole thing. I, f- I realised that I had lost so around the the wrists of the coat they have those kind of like flat straps think of the strap that goes around your waist on a trench coat they have that on the arms yes at at the wrist and one on the neck yeah they also have one on the neck and at one point i realized that the one around my wrist had fallen off at some point and had gotten lost 
And again, you have to understand the the additional emotional significance that this coat has for me. I've had it for like 10 years. It has come with me everywhere. Whenever I travel, I take it with me. There's a lot of memories associated with this coat. It's very precious to me. And it's still in such... Because it's a coat that you wear during like autumn and winter. You wouldn't yes. wear it any time of the year, Yeah, obviously. So it's in such good condition yeah. still that it could last like another 10 years or yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's so well made and it's yeah. good, good material. So we retrace our steps in the museum, even splitting up at one point. Because it's late in the day, they're going to close like in the next 10 minutes. So there's not that many people. It's not like when you go to museums usually and it's like full of people. Yes. There's not that many people in there. We retrace our steps throughout the all the exhibits we went to. I'm kind of like panicking a little bit because I know the museum's going to close. We don't find it. We go down to the front desk and we ask them if anyone, if it's like in the lost and found, it's not there. We leave the museum dejected. Yeah. Well, basically at this point, the mood is like gone yes. and it's raining now, which obviously makes everything more, you know, and so we just leave Yeah. and we're looking on the floor because we're trying to think when could this have fallen off because it had fallen off previously yes and we noticed it fall and so we then put it back on and it because it has a buckle on it it would have made a clang yes so we're like how could this have fallen off and us not notice yeah i was i was very upset yeah because there's no way to replace it it's not no. like a generic just like black strap it's the same material and it has a custom buckle on it yeah and it's very noticeable that it's not on your arm because the arm tapers down to this and it i don't know i, I was just kind of pissed off and yeah. so we, we left and we came back to the hotel check there it wasn't there because yeah, we were picking up our luggage and i just accepted that it was it was lost yeah. to the world but you have one on your neck so you're going I'm to not, put the neck one on your arm, no, right, so they're I'm, even? I think I'm just going to take the other one off the other arm, so it's oh, symmetrical okay. at least. Yeah, yeah that really sucked. It, it really so, me I so bad for you, because I know how like upsetting that would be to, to me also. So I feel like I totally knew how, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It wasn't this silly thing. It was like, now it's ruined a little oh, no. bit. Um, so we had to just try and like accept it quickly because <sighs> yes. we were still, you know. And Samantha called a few days later when we got back. Yeah, just in case they found it while they were cleaning or something, like it had been swept underneath somewhere or... I called her for a few days, I called, just to make sure. I even called the bike shed to see if it came off yeah. there. And, um, and so when we got home, I did a little mock funeral for it. <laughs> I buried a casket in the backyard... I said, last rites, I shed a single tear and I threw yeah. a rose into the grave. Sad. Yeah, it sucked. The coat is still the coat. Yeah, yeah. And it's still going to be good. <laughs> to go briefly back to the museum. Okay. We went to the cafe and I had a very nice, delectable jam and cream scone. Fresh baked scones as well. Yeah, with fresh cream and this yummy jam and it was so good. I'm so hungry right now. Oh, my God. It was so good. Just to, like, continue the what did we eat sure. portion. Looking at the pictures, okay. I realized I remembered a few things that we did. Um, We took a walk on the bridge in the evening. Which bridge was it? On Tower Bridge. Yes, okay. Because we wanted to get some pictures. That's, used, that's right by where we used to live. Yeah. 
Um, what else? What else? What else? That was nice. Maybe that guy was filming me. Oh yeah, that was weird. Um, and then we just had a little walk. That was when we were going to go to the Sky Garden. I feel like we need to have a quick digression about this. I really hate people who stare in public. Yeah, it's so rude yeah. and confrontational. And I, <coughs> a bunch of times when we're out. Some like random dude will be staring at you. Like sometimes I feel like they don't even realize they're doing it. They're just completely thoughtless. They really stare as well. And then I will just stare intently at them. They'll notice that I'm staring and then they'll turn around quickly. But some don't. They're, well, they don't like keep staring at me. No. Because that's going to turn at some point, yeah. that's going to turn into something. People obviously stare at me because of my hair and it's weird. Lots of people said that they liked my hair. Mm. Which is lovely. It's like really <laughs> nice. That, but it's not easy to speak to a stranger, yeah. I feel. So it's like really nice that person would go out of their way to say it. But I also got the, you know, I did get people, like those kids, there were those kids when we were on the way to photographer's gallery who were like doing that thing where they like look and then they t- tell each other to look and then they look and then they laugh. But it's fine. <clears throat> but yeah, when you told me about that guy filming... That was weird because it was like nighttime yeah. and such a creepy, creepy thing to do. It also is just so like when they see like I'm staring at them, they all of a sudden sheepishly break eye contact and turn around, which yeah. just shows that they, if you were there alone, they would just continue they would just creepily it. staring at you. It's yeah, it's upsetting. It is creepy. I was just looking at the photos to see what else we did. Yeah, so then we walked to Shoreditch and Hoxton and stuff. Um, something I forgot we did is I wanted to see the London Eye because it's pink now right. at night. Um, so we did that, and on our way to do that, we went on a boat. Oh, Samantha was very keen to get me on the River Thames. Yeah. Which I, I've, I've never really had an interest in. I went on a boat once before and on the Thames, and it was fun. But obviously, because it was evening and it was technically not still winter, but it was really cold. Um, the 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 boats with the open air like top, they weren't running, so we had to go on the ones that it was just like a bus on a river, <laughs> like it was. And the windows were like like dirty, so it was like yeah. hard. And because it was nighttime, they had the. They had the lights on inside yeah. the boat, so it was hard to see out the it window. It wasn't like an upscale sightseeing tour no. boat. It was just kind of a, I have to travel up the river, yeah. so this is the cheapest <laughs> option boat. But yeah. I, I still enjoyed because I knew, I still enjoyed it I knew you wanted to do it, and it was fun to, because you could still see. Yeah, no, you could. Do and it. we saw like a bunch of the river before we got to the destination. And then we contemplated going on the little eye, but we didn't end up going on in the end. However... We did go on one another of Samantha's favourites. The carousel? Yeah. We went on the little horses. We went on the Gigi's. The Gigi's. The little ponies. I love me a good carousel, as I may have mentioned before. I'm sure I have. So I always have to go on when I see one. This one was really fast. Very much so. I don't understand. I liked it, but I don't understand why it was so fucking fast. Um... But it was so fun. I was just like giggling the whole time like a child. <laughs> you really were like hysterically laughing. I was, it was incredibly yeah. adorable. 
You reverted to a child. I did. It was so fun. I love it. I got you some candy floss. And then we just, yeah. I do like candy floss, actually. But yeah, I think that was everything. I think that does, I can't remember anything else. I think that about covers it. Yeah, we're on the carousel. We managed to squeeze quite a lot into essentially two and a half days. Yeah, we did. We did a lot. Sure. The London Eye was pretty as well, lit up all pink. I took a picture of you in front of it. Yeah, with your you pink hair and the big pink London Eye lights. It nice, it pretty. Yeah, looking through the pictures, I think that's everything. I think this is a good time for us to take a short break. A short little siesta. No, I'm kidding. I'm not tired. I don't know why you thought I was tired. It's just because I've slumped down. Pretty much, yeah. That's always happened during a podcast, but I'm going to sit up now. Okay, let's take a break. What are you laughing at? Just the way I was having to pull it over. I pull you from the club. I pull. I pull, Dio, you fucking hell. <laughs> Kitty, I could have sounded like that. There, but for the grace of God, goes Samani Johnny. <laughs> Tapping my friend up a little bit. you giggle. I did. Go on. Tap my friend up. Tap it up. Yeah, just slightly. You're funny. I'm funny, ever. Live it down. Just like a millimeter. That's good. It's so cute. Okay, you go. <gasps> That's the sound I make after I've snacked. <laughs> after the beast has been satiated. Pretty much. Um. Yeah. So, what? We've been watching movies. We've been watching some of those motion pictures. Some some motion pictures. Yep. Some talkies. I knew you were going to say that. Nah. I'm a big fan of that term. I like it a lot. My nan used to call it the cinema. She would call it the pictures. That's. We're going to go to the pictures. It's a very British thing to say. If you think about it, podcasts are the real talkies. Radio is the real talkies. But podcasts is the new radio. Yeah. Podcasts kill the radio star. You tried. You failed. No, I think I succeeded. You tried, but you failed. It was just a very... It's okay to fail. It's okay to fail, Kelly. I don't fail. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I nail all the hot babes. No. (laughs) You're such a dad. I don't want to be. With your dad jokes. I take strenuous precautions to not become one. Yeah. So that's not fair. Double bagging. That's actually worse than single bagging. (laughs) Because of the friction. (laughs) In the motion of the ocean. Oh. Um... (laughs) <laughs> We've been watching the movies. We've been watching some of those movies. Okay, let's start with Bombshell. Spoilers. And just like the movies. We'll play out our last scene. And just like the movies. Yeah, that's a great song. I like two Alien Ant farm, farm songs. <laughs> One of them is their, Michael co- Jackson their cover. F- most famous song. Uh, and the other song is that. Mm. And uh, are you okay? Are you, are you okay? okay? Better okay. than the original, and in my eyes. Everyone knows it is. Yeah. Many covers have been better than the original. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with Bombshell. Spoilers for all the movies ever. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers for each movie, but not like... Oh, no, yeah, okay. let's just say there are spoilers. For... We're going to start with Bombshell. Bombshell. We watched Bombshell. <laughs> Great name for a film, by the way. Bombshell. It's very kind of... I, I, I'm a big fan of one-word movie titles. Like Twilight? Even that, that's fine. You fucking 
fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's nothing to write home about, I but like it's good. I like you when you laugh and your mouth is open. Okay. And I can see your teeth. I don't, I don't like that. I like teeth. <laughs> I like your teeth the best. You're wearing a necklace with teeth threaded yeah. on it. Oh, I'm eating teeth. No, that's disgusting. That's not what anyone wants. Um, that would break okay. your teeth. But bombshell, I'd grind it up into a smoothie. What? And I'd drink the teeth. Okay, I don't know. Um, In- <laughs> let's. I'll say I didn't know really anything about Megan Kelly. <laughs> okay, I don't know how that's possible. Like I knew she was this figure who. Was hated. Okay. I didn't really know anything else. You're just looking at me with this kind of blank stare right now. I'm not meaning to. <laughs> was it the enamel smoothie that yeah, you just downed? It probably was. It's going to kill me, I think. It seeped into your synapses? It's just going to take like a while. I'll just die a slow death. Of... It's, it's going to harden inside your internal this organs? This is disgusting and horrible. It's going to eat itself out, its way out. Of the my... teeth reform inside oh. your stomach and bite their way out? This is disgusting. You know those weird little toys that are chattering teeth where you wind them oh, up? Oh, I hate that. So I really hate ads for teeth. Because it's not like here's a person and they might want to get something done. It's here's a set of teeth. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Bombshell. bombshell. Great name. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I didn't really know anything. But you know about Megan Kelly, right? Not that much. I mean, I know more than the new. You knew some of the stupid shit she said, though, Yeah. Because right? you were like. Because it, they were like big headlines at yeah. the time. Um, okay. I thought Charlie's looked and sounded good. Like... I remembered Megan Kelly having a much deeper voice mm. than she actually does. Which is weird, because Charlie's has a deep voice yeah, as it is. I thought, because I hadn't seen Meg- photos of Megan Kelly in a while, that Charlie's Ferrons hadn't gone deep enough with her voice. But then when I actually saw some real footage of her afterwards, of Megan Kelly, so I could compare... Her impression's pretty yeah, pretty spot on, honestly. It is. And it's so weird how she looks like she Yeah, she really, really transformed. Like I was misremembering. She really yeah. does look like her a lot. Anyway, the film was a little bit like part ripoff of like that guy that you were saying. Oh yeah, Adam let's get McKay. into that. So it was, I actually thought it was an Adam McKay film until you told me he wasn't the director. Yeah. But it's it's a writer who had worked with him. Yeah, so I guess. But it's not him as the director. No. So someone has literally just aped Adam McKay's exact style. But not done it as well. No. And it it's so blatant. Yeah. It's such a blatant copycat of that style that I can't believe that someone was that brazen. Yeah. Well, no, I think they did it with permission. Like, it was like a collaborator of theirs. I don't know. I, anyway. You just want to believe the best in it people. It was like part... I don't. It was like part Adam McKay ripoff, part... Is this like an upscale Lifetime movie? Yes. Just in the way that, like, it went places, but then it, like, veered away at the last minute. It shied back from... Doing the really yeah the serious really stuff. only serious thing that like it actually touched on more than like one second was the scene when he was his name Roger Ailes gets Margot Robbie's fictionalized character to lift up her skirt 
that was really uncomfortable. Yes. Like it actually went there. But it wasn't very gritty other than that. No. Even though it was dealing with something so personal. It just implies a lot of stuff. Yeah. You see girls going into his office and the door closing and mm-hmm. you are left to assume what's going on. And I obviously, like I said, didn't know anything about Megan Kelly. And if and if I didn't then go and look stuff up about her, I think that she was like perhaps this kind of like not hero figure, but <laughs> like do you know what I yeah. mean? This nice person. This like feminist renegade who's fighting against this corrupt yeah. patriarchy. Because she only does like don't they at one point show a clip of her saying something stupid? And they kind of just brush past they it. They brush past it. And the rest of the movie, yeah. she's just like a normal person who doesn't do shitty things. They essentially whitewash all the really disgusting things that she has said. Yeah. And in a really creepy revisionist history way. Whereas to me, and thinking back on it now, she actually didn't do anything. It was Nicole Kidman's character that actually did some shit. Yeah. Margot Robbie's character is fictionalized, so you can't really say that she did. They say it. she's fictionalized, but she looks. I think it's meant to be an amalgamation of like several people. Yeah. Accountings. Well, I mean, the Fox News type is very, yes, like, you know, yes, yes, skinny yes, blonde yes. women, interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. But she looks, there's a specific woman, her name's like Tommy. Lauren or something like yeah. that. I can't remember. But she is like a younger a younger woman who I think joined Fox at some point. And she really looks like her a lot. To I the don't point know where, why they wouldn't say that if that yeah, were true though. I think they may have just kind of like copied her look but yeah. created a fictionalized character on top of it. It's funny how her character gets more and more progressively like Because we mark we remarked that like her character looks quite natural looking i don't like that term i'm gonna take that back she's underdone if you know what i mean for like a person who like works in tv kind of thing who wants to be on the air yeah and then progressively they have her wearing more and more horrible makeup that like doesn't like it's like a man told her what makeup to put on not what makeup she would actually wear kind of thing and Um, her clothing changes yeah I actually think Nicole Kidman's character was like the, she was like the unsung hero yes. type. She's the thing. instigator of the whole thing. Yeah, and she kind of just sits back. She's waiting the whole movie for Megan Kelly because she's so, the face. I, she needs a domino to yeah. fall. Um, so I was like, and then afterwards reading about Megan Kelly and seeing some of the stupid shit she said, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck kind of like. You know. Yeah, it was in- incredible to me because, okay, Megan Kelly hasn't said like, inc- like some incredibly racist or vile thing, but she has said, obviously, deeply problematic things. Yeah, and vaguely racist. Well, things. at one point she was like, I don't see what the problem with blackface is. Oh, yeah, she's racist then. That's racist. Yeah, yeah. No? But my point is, it's not like she became like an alt right neo Nazi. Yeah, no, no, no. no but no, she no. was definitely one of those people who helped Fox further its sick agenda. She also, watching clips of her, like, has like a very confrontational, sometimes bitchy tone. Right. They didn't do any of that in this movie. No, they make her seem very calm and composed. Yes. Only at one point does she kind of like go off and it's like a very perfect rant that she goes on. She was kind of known for being very like 
as an interviewer, if she if you were like an ideological opponent, she would really hold your feet to the fire and like yeah. drill down on details and really press you on stuff. Yeah, so that's disappointing. She said a lot of really stupid stuff yeah. in real life. And they don't they literally don't show you almost any of it. It's no. it's quite incredible. So yeah, that was kind of a bit of a shit. Like I didn't really come like yeah. It wasn't <laughs> great, to be honest. It could have been good, but it wasn't. Well, any film could have been good. <laughs> they almost should have like done this without the Megan Kelly character. No, I think they should have just they should have shown her that she or shown her the way she that is. she is like flawed. Whereas yeah. they make her kind of like you said, heroic is maybe too strong of a word, but she is shown as this. I don't know what what's the word. It is like heroic. It's like a watered down heroicness. She has this leader quality, but then she doesn't end up actually causing people to follow her. No, she doesn't. And when Margot Robbie's character says to her, why didn't you stop this? Why didn't you do anything about this? She suddenly turns into this, like like you said, really bitchy figure who's like, you know, Mm. who's trying to brush it off and even say, you know, you should have known what was going on. Also, they made it really like... That whole, like, did she do something with, like, did Roger Ailes do something to her or whatever? It was unclear to me. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that was on purpose or what, but, like, I feel like it, the film would have benefited from knowing whether they, it did happen or didn't. But maybe that's because in real life we don't know. Well, at one point she does say, he came on to me and I shut him down. Mm. But obviously him coming on to her is... is wrong enough to begin with but then like i said when margot robbie seeks solidarity from her she's she it's almost like she is kind of saying i'm not like the rest of you who got who actually like let him do stuff but then at one point she does say something yeah that makes it seem like well it muddies the waters yeah. it becomes ambiguous anyway yeah. i'm done talking about it now okay. do you have anything else you want to say yeah i i thought the performances are really great yes they were it, it's weird it's one of those movies where the performances are great, but the makers are not as great. Like, right, I sure Because something they did made it seem incredibly... Watered it down. Was, yes, it was bland. really watered down. Sh- they shied away from some stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. The style was stolen. Yeah. Like, But the acting... Like, Nicole Kidman is pretty incredible in this film. She's pretty good in everything. Everyone honest, knows but, now that she is... Yeah. She is has those chops yeah i really want i still want to see that film that other film she did oh yeah where she looks really old yeah and she's all like beat up and worn down yeah Yeah. but anyway i thought the performances were all great the guy who plays roger ailes is awesome it's an incredible performance because he does so many little subtle lecherous things when he's talking to people it's not like john lithgow is really good though he played um Churchill in The Crown. I can see that. And he was really good. Right. Really good, yeah. Some of the other people, they got to play real-life figures. Also, Mark Duplass, what are you doing? He's, like, in everything. Uh, he really is in as everything. That one guy who does the same shit. I did really like him in The Morning Show, though. I haven't seen it. You've told me good things about it. Yeah, it was good. But the, some of the other people were good. The guy they play, had playing Sean Hannity was good. The guy playing 
Bill O'Reilly not so good. Who's the guy who has the really distinct face and voice playing? Yeah. Juli- was it Giuliani? Yeah, Rudy Giuliani. That was terrible. They have that dude who has that such a distinctive terrible. voice. <laughs> like, you could pick him out of an audio lineup. He's like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know the way he speaks? And he's got, it, like, that very distinct he face. He looked fairly close, but his voice was... He didn't. Was, I looked at pictures. He really didn't. I thought he, f- he looked fairly close. No. But his I voice disagree. was quite, there was quite a gulf of imitation. Yeah, it was, it's weird. I know. Some of them were so spot on. Yeah. But I think it's probably because, obviously, if you're in the lead role, you'll put a lot of time and effort into mm. it. But if you just got like a five second on screen, almost like a cameo. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. The film pulls its punches in a way that is actually, because what it's talking about is so serious and it is so topical. I feel like they almost had a debt of veracity where they should have shown how fucked up the reality was. Because like you said, the fact that they don't gives it this more palatable, but ultimately more lifetime movie-esque feel to it. And you're not in a way telling us we don't, telling us stuff we don't know, or like, I don't know, you're just giving it to us in this really weird way. Like we're reading the Wikipedia page rather than like... yes watching an accounting of it happening or whatever. I don't know what's happening. You I'm trying to put the blanket No, but you've got to tap your microphone down again. No! I don't understand it, man. It's like every I'm two con- minutes... I don't know. I'm just obviously constantly moving. Okay. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about How that? have we not gotten to the all-important cameo scene, which made my jaw drop? Samantha looked puzzled, oh, like deeply yeah. puzzled for a second. I forgot about this. How do you forget about this? Well, I don't know. I just did. <laughs> I'm not the fucking keeper of my brain. Wait. Hmm. What? I'm not. Is it rented out Am to someone I? else? Is it in like a bank vault? <laughs> okay. What did what what did we? Security deposit box. So at one point, the Megan Kelly character is getting ready to give to do like a, a show, and. One of the sound guys. Yeah, it's clear that like the the camera people and the sound people who are like micing her up and like getting her ready, they're like want to like say something to her like. You can do it. We see you, yeah. and you can do this kind of thing. But none of them say anything to her. And Apart then, from yeah, and then so I. Literally, audibly thing. gasped. He did, and the thing is, Ryan doesn't really like. I gasp at things that are, like, not even a big deal. Yes. And Famously. And he, he kind of, like, lifted his hands up to his head and was like... <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so cute. Because, so, John Gabrus, podcaster extraordinaire, yeah. improv comedian, etc., etc. I'm a big fan of his podcasts. I've probably talked about this before. I've been listening to him for years. And I knew, I know that he is, like, an aspiring actor who's trying to get bigger roles and yeah he's the sound guy who mics her up and says a couple of lines to her Mm. and it really like lingers on him for an extra few seconds it's not just this flash cameo where it the camera whips past him he is kind of like a minor character in this one scene where he's micing up megan kelly and he says something reassuring to her and it kind of just, the camera just like pans past him and these other guys who are looking at her and trying to be there for her and show their support. And it was just, it was really awesome to see him get yeah. this, to be in like a big movie. 
And he his name was even like on the Wikipedia credits. It was like John Gabrus as Audio Man or whatever. I don't cute. know. It's just so. Do you have a name? No, of course he's not gonna have a name. But I was just so. It's weird to be vicariously proud yeah. of someone for yeah. to see that they've been trying to do this thing for so long. They really did linger on him as well because it's a moment where he's basically telling her that like we got we you got back. You, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was just. It was very heartwarming. It was cute. You can believe it. We I couldn't believe back it. And watching it, again. it was surreal. Because you see him at first, right by her. We didn't notice no. it was him, and then you you see him like in full view. He has a very distinctive face. So when his face, they finally like. I was really. It was awesome. It was an awesome moment where oh. I was just so like, "Good for you, dude. Good oh. for you." So yeah, you like, I can't believe he hasn't talked about this. I couldn't, but yeah, because I listened to. I maybe had missed an episode where he talked about it, but it does seem like something that you would make a big deal yeah. out of. But then I, I did hear him talk about it in a Recently, recent episode. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And the funny thing is, I remember him talking about his dad was someone who worked for like a news station, a Fox news station. And I think was something to do with production where he was like a really like a cameraman or a sound guy. So that must have been kind of surreal to play what your dad did for a living. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought that was a cool little like added touch to it. Yeah. He wasn't just playing like a PA or something. That's nice. Yeah, so that was cool. That honestly was like the most I reacted to the film. Yeah, it was. It really made me jump up and whoop. You were very when we saw it was him it was so weird because it was like how did how did this happen and we not know about it how loud are these birds right now they are very loud they're like it's spring oh what a wonderful morning morning is here morning is here you know from it's sound Oh, it's from Friends, yeah. when Jerry sings to the next door neighbor. No, he sings to Rachel and she goes crazy and then they finally move back in and then he sings to Joey. And Joey's like, I love that guy. Oh, okay. Whenever I think I know something about Friends, you always know a little bit more. I don't more. know why you're trying to like test me on my skills, my mad skills. Your mad skills. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about the movie? No, that's that's about it. It was good. I thought it was good for what it was. The performances are, are really fucking good, but are let down by the fact that the film kind of just won't go that yeah. that extra mile yeah, to it was make like it a more shallow effort. Almost. Yes, it was kind of forgettable in a mm. weird way. Okay, so what else did we watch? We watched a movie called Underwater. Ah, yes. What is there to say? This movie is main star, Kristen Stewart. Uh, Yeah. All I really know about it going in is that it's like she works like underwater, obviously. Um, And that it was kind of a horror movie, I guess. I don't even remember seeing the trailer. We we did watch the trailer like two years ago. Oh, yeah. She made it when she first shaved her head. And I remember thinking, where where is this movie that she made for that reason? Um, Yeah. Hmm. Wasn't great. (laughs) That's a understatement. (laughs) 
yeah, it wasn't great. The thing is, I had seen like those mini reviews on Twitter, and they were like, it's actually really good. Oh, like boy. I can't believe how good this movie is. And they were saying it's very like. Um, was that from the underwater PR account? <laughs> yeah. This film's actually really good. And it's like Lovecraftian, which obviously... That made me... When you told me that, yeah. that really made my ears perk up. Um, TJ Miller was in this. And TJ Miller is the best thing about this film. Shockingly. Yes. Shockingly. Even better than Kristen, which is something my, my heart cannot take. And he... Di- spoilers. And he dies, mm. like, Halfway a third through. of the way into yeah. the movie. Um. It's just not great. It doesn't really make any sense. Like, they jump in straight away. There's nothing. You don't know anything about anyone or anything beforehand. And that can work. But it really made me feel disconnected, even to the Christine character. And I was thinking, but I feel connected to her because I'm a really big fan. I'm like, (laughs) what about people who aren't really big fans? How do they feel? Mm. Like, I don't know. It didn't really, I was just waiting for it to be, uh, that was a movie where I could have just been like, let's not even watch the rest of the movie, but I know you don't really like to do you that. You did say that to me at one yeah. point, and I said, no, we're two thirds of the way through, let's just finish this bad boy out, because <laughs> you were also getting tired, which is understandable. Yeah, which makes it worse, because I have no incentive to try and stay awake. That film could send anyone to sleep. Yeah. Um. It could it could weaken the most hardened insomniac. Do you remember it was like cut really weirdly? Yeah, that's what I said to you. I really got a very strong intuition that this film. Why are you? I shak- know what you're gonna why say. Why are you shaking your head? No, I was shaking my because my earrings. Were oh, like... so you were dangling your earrings yeah, instead yeah. of disagreeing with me? And I was laughing because I know exactly what you're yeah. gonna say. This film really feels to me like they they finished it and the first cut of it was shown to test audiences or or to whatever and the feedback was so incredibly hysterically bad that they desperately gave it to some editing Mm. wizard and said save this film like they couldn't do reshoots because obviously it's like they basically said to him this is what we've got you need to chop it up and put it into some kind of presentable Mm. state because the film's only an hour and a half long yeah because it didn't really seem like an like like a filmmaking choice no it seemed just like a choppy mess. There's such abrupt transitions between scenes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think happened. I think they desperately tried to get it into some kind of new form that might succeed better. And the result, like you said, is like a really disjointed, choppy... It's hard to follow. It never really picks one tone for too long. And it's not hard to follow because it's complicated. No, no. It's like, what is going... We've spent the last 10 minutes doing this thing. What is going on? Yeah. Like, it just it wasn't... I, I think the first scene is the best film. Let me say that again. I was going to say, where are you going with this? <laughs> the first scene is the best scene in the film. Yeah, when it first kind of explodes and she's running down the corridor. Yes. The I I think that is it kind of tricks you because you think you're getting a really polished big budget movie <laughs> and then the rest of the film is like did someone make this on their bar mitzvah money? Was this made by like student yes. filmmakers? It's Yeah, that's I looked remember I looked up the filmmaker and I'm like I don't understand how yeah, he hasn't made hasn't a film made in... Anything. No, he hasn't made anything. I thought he made something like 10 years ago. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. Yeah, you told me his filmography and there's like a huge there's gap. There's like one thing on there. <laughs> it, so- it did sound a bit thin. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I think TJ Miller is the best thing about this film, and he is kind of just doing standard TJ Miller goofball yeah. type jokes. Like, I feel like some some of that stuff couldn't have even been scripted. He just said it. Yeah, he's a funny dude. And if you, he, it's weird to say this now because of all the stuff that's come out about him, but he's very likable. He has a very charming presence. I really presence. did like, oh my God, what was this character's name? I don't remember any of the character names in this. Silicon Valley. I'm oh, in Silicon about. Valley. Ehrlich. Oh, Ehrlich. In the beginning, like the first season or two, Ehrlich was really fucking yeah. funny. And then I don't know what happened. Especially because they squander Thomas Middleditch so much in that show. Yeah. It really, like, Do lets they, other people shine. Great? No, I, Thomas Middleditch is very funny when you let him go off, go, like, let him off the, the leash. And he, he has really good improv skills. He's very funny. But um, he's not funny in Silicon Valley. Yeah. It's, it's a tragedy. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, Christine is fine, but it's just yeah. kind of. It's I wanted like she's to doing like a, it for her, but it's like she's doing a really kind of boring impression of Ripley from Aliens. Also, what the fuck was she wearing in that last scene when that... she's running around in her knickers? Like, <laughs> but she's got like elbow pads on, I know. and like, don't get me wrong, it was hot, but totally like for hot reasons mm. and not f- because the world is ending it was a bit ridiculous it was like strangely comedic because <laughs> yeah, like this really kind of plain functional set like a bikini or underwear it's not like yeah, it's just underwear yeah but, but it's not like sexy this... lingerie well that would have made it even more stupid it was already pretty stupid yeah i don't know i don't know the yeah. movie was just when the ending was happening i was like i honestly don't even know what's going on anymore yeah so because i had tuned out Major, major spoilers. There's like creatures. Yeah, this was also <laughs> confusing. There was like more than one type of creature. Yeah. I don't know if it was a case of like this is the mommy creature and then all the little creatures look different. I think that's what it's but like. There were like several different types of those. Yeah. So there's a giant Cthulhu man. A Cthulhu man. It doesn't look great though. No, it looks bad. It, and then. It has like all these little kind of fishmen, and I said to you, they're like the most generic. Have featured in a hundred video games, just like generic underwater mm. monster. But then at one point, there's like bigger monsters that yeah. have like big heads. But the most common ones are these, just kind of humanoid, sort of aquatic creature monsters like they're so bland and forgettable i can't remember what they look like i'm like, really picturing that one monster as it like holds onto the thing and kind of goes Aah. sure it's like i just thought they were really generic and uninspired they were kind of video game-esque yeah now, I'm about and then that. there's this giant Cthulhu dude who's just again very it this was an opportunity to have some real imagination with it and make something new and kind of thrilling and it's just the same old shit <laughs> It's just so, like, it what is. are you thinking? What are you doing? Mm. I understand you're trying to make a, an homage to Cthulhu, but you can still kind of play around with it and make it your own. And I also said to you, it kind of rips off Cloverfield a little bit in that the Cloverfield monster, Clovy, it, on its skin are all the little creatures, the parasites. And as it's going across the city, it kind of sheds them as it's like, ground troops so it's infantry to take it the city sheds them. yeah what a horrible and there's way a scene it. in this film where the giant <clears throat> cthulhu monster on its arms are little pods and the little monsters come out of them and it drops them onto the seabed oh, yeah. i don't know it was just so derivative 
and dull and just not worth watching. I wouldn't have watched it if Kristen Stewart wasn't in it. Mm. Yeah, no, and me even still, either. Me she doesn't either. have much to do. Because you don't. I know it wasn't like straight up horror, but you don't like movies like. It wasn't that. a horror film. It wasn't a horror film. No, no it was. It was like a a boring film that no one yeah. should watch. It was just a disaster. That's the only thing. There's nothing good about it. There isn't. Apart from that first scene. Kristen doesn't even like, I mean, obviously she's not bad, but like there's nothing for her to do. Mm. There's a lot of her just like looking at her eyes. <laughs> and she like wonders Yes, what's there's happening. a lot of close up like inside yeah. of her helmet yeah. shots, which are very in vogue right now. So you could have used anyone for this, yet you probably paid a lot for her. And then that very last scene was so kind of shoehorned in with her sacrificing herself. Again, this film is so paint by numbers. If you watch the opening scene, you can almost extrapolate every other scene that's going to be in the film. Yeah. They would they do everything that you expect, and it would come on screen, and I would say to her, oh boy, another classic of the genre yes, right here. Yes, you did say that. Yeah. Sorry, I just yawned all over those words. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was terrible. I don't even, I wouldn't even give it like a one. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Damn, that's harsh. I wouldn't rate it. I'd just be like unclassified. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't we see that it really bombed at the box office? Yes, probably. cost a lot of money to make. Did it? Probably for oh, CGI. Yeah, didn't it cost like forty to fifty million? Yeah. Or we confusing that with something else we watched. I just remember thinking it cost way too much. More. I, you know what it made me think of Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, where it cost like forty million, and, like, and then made nothing. What did you spend this money on? Uh, I mean, the CGI in this is much better than in something like that. Also, they would have spent so because that they remember they advertised at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. probably a lot of where their money went. This film kind of just like came out to no real fanfare. It felt like I think it was like I think it was stuck in like post production hell, like you said. Right. They're obviously like chopping it together, trying to save to it. try and make a movie, and then it was held yeah. back, and then it was just dropped. It was like a patient on the operating table. I remember she did a little bit of promo for it because I remember seeing some of it, but that was yeah. it. I remember the dude from uh, Newsroom is in it. Yeah. I okay. Kind of just playing his standard character. Yeah, a bit. To be honest. He was in... Um, With a really half-hearted, half-baked romance subplot. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even clear that they were dude, together at first. this film fucking sucks. Seriously. I'm glad it was only an hour and a half, but it felt like much longer. I'm not even saying that to be mean. It really no, felt it did, like a two-hour film. Did. Okay, let's... Yeah, let's let's talk about a movie that we liked. Let's oh, okay. talk about Dark Waters. Oh, yeah, okay. The movie that fucks up your life. Yes. Um, spoilers. <laughs> Ofs. It's not really spoilers if it's a real-life well, fact. Whatever. I didn't know about it. And watching the trailer, I didn't know it was the Teflon thing. I thought it was like just a fucking lake or some shit in some town had got poisoned. I didn't know it was this like grand scale thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Turns out fucking PFOAs or whatever they're called are in everything. Yeah. They're even in makeup. They're in carpets, furniture. Water, pans, plastic, yeah. pans, fucking food wrappers, pizza boxes, <sighs> popcorn bags. Yeah, so it's this toxic chemical. Forever chemical. That basically can't be it. destroyed. Mm. That 
Your body can't break it down. Yeah, it was it was ubiquitous in a bunch of different products for a really long time, even still in some even today. Still, yeah. And it has really, especially in America, but also other places. It has really ghastly health effects on yeah. on anyone who consumes it, which is basically everyone. Yeah. So the movie is basically about this guy. Excuse me, yawning. <laughs> this guy who owns a farm comes and seeks out this lawyer, played by Mark Ruffalo, who works in like environmental law or whatever. And he's basically like, my cows are dying, someone's poisoning the water. And that's how it starts. But then you quickly learn that people in the town are like getting cancer at a ridiculous rate and dying. And the guy who owns the farm has cancer. His wife has cancer. Um, his cows are all fucked up. His cow. They sends the animals mad. They're mutated. Yeah, their organs are all like really yeah. huge and stuff. Tumors and whatnot. And Mark Ruffalo starts investigating it and realizes that like the company knew that it was having effects on people, and like it would take the women off like the lines, and then like it would. Then they were like, you know what, it's fine. We put the women back on. Like, all the women had babies. They had, like, birth defects and miscarriages and horror. All this really horrible stuff. It's a re- it's not a fun ride, let me <clears> tell you. Yeah. And then you basically see Mark Ruffalo's character trying to take this thing to court and failing a bunch of times. And then eventually he takes it to court kind of individually, case by case. Yeah. And ends up getting millions and millions for people in the town, this one town, even though <laughs> upon upon fucking, at the end of the movie, it tells you that like 98% of people have it in their yeah. system or something. But in America, there's something like 12 towns that were affected the way this one town was affected. It's one of those things where it's a small town and it a lot of its jobs come from this one, one plant. This one plant, yeah. The the chemical company is DuPont. DuPont. Which yeah. is one of the Titans. Yeah. And Do you, you know see, that they've called themselves something else yes, now? Well, They're still ha- out there. That happens yeah. often where companies get a bad rap and change their name. But yeah, you see people in the town be like DuPont would never do this to us. They're a friend to this town. Every single person in our family has a job there, so they can't. But they slowly... It's dark, man. A lot of people slowly start to come around. When these companies get, like, burrow their tendrils into a community and essentially have this sick symbiotic relationship where you can't take away the company or the town will just essentially spontaneously combust into unemployment. But they do a study on the people who live in the town and it takes like seven years yeah. or something. <laughs> when the woman calls and was like, I'm so sorry it's taken this long. Yeah, because they, they had to like study 69,000 people's like blood. Yeah. And it turns out that it does cause like thyroid cancer and all these other cancers and it causes birth defects and it causes high cholesterol and all these other things. And it's like... What the fuck? Like, it's proved that it causes that now. That'd be my friend. Yeah. I can't even feel myself sleeping, but it's I know really that I am. interesting to yeah. watch. Because every now and then I have to sit myself back up and I'm like, I don't really understand what's happening. In my voice, my throat is like... We're almost done now. Mm. 
So, yeah, it's a fucking journey, man, this movie. It's depressing. It's alarming. It'll make you paranoid about all the products in your house. And then, so obviously at the end it gives you some stats, how it's, like, believed to be in. And your body can't break down the chemical. These chemicals are called forever chemicals, and they just fuck you up, basically. There's a scene where Mark Ruffalo, who's playing the lawyer, who's trying to take down this whole conspiracy to poison people to to keep their profits going he talks to a chemical expert and he sa- says to him what would happen if you ingest it and the guy just laughs in disbelief and says you might as well ask me what what would happen if you ate a tire yeah and it's like what he's the just fuck? like don't drink it yeah and he's like yeah but what would happen if you did don't he's yeah. like yeah but just fucking tell me what would happen if you did it's really bad, man. Fucking hell. And then when you realise the guy has cancer as well, and, like, there's that weird scene as well where they visit a couple who are like, yeah, the, we know these things have been going on. And she's like, oh, yeah, because remember, Bobby had cancer. And then he goes, and, yeah, Derek had cancer. Oh, and Terry. Oh, and you remember Teresa, she had cancer. And you realise they're listing every single person they know had cancer. And it's just... And the woman herself is like, I can't have kids anymore. And it's just really fucking fucked up. Let's talk about Mark Ruffalo's wife (laughs) in this film. Mark Ruffalo's wife was played by Anne Hathaway inexplicably because she does almost nothing. It's a totally pointless character. She's she's standard wife trope where it's like the man has to like work a lot and the woman hates it. Yeah. And it uh, we don't need that fictionalized personal thing. All we want to know is about this chemical and what's happening. I don't know why we needed this like even if it turns out to be partly true because the guy, like, wrote a memoir or whatever. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it muddies things. And Anne Hathaway was totally wasted. I, it was weird in that the f- I was glad that they didn't have that really tropey, hackneyed scene of, of when he tells her about this, you know, what's going on and how this company is surreptitiously poisoning people. She doesn't have that whole, like, think about the family. These are powerful people. They might come after yeah. us type scene. I think because she was a lawyer as well. But there are some really, yeah. some some really just, the scene, he has a meeting with them where he basically, like, holds their feet to the fire. And then he comes down to that classic location, an underground parking garage. And he gets in his car and he's he's, like, about to put his key in the ignition. I actually like that he doesn't actually say it, say what's happening, but you know he's thinking, what if there's a car bomb that yeah. they've installed? And that scene has been in, I don't know, 400 films. Yeah, because they previously tried to burn down the guy's house. Yeah. So he was thinking, and he was already like getting stressed out and like developing, I don't even know what, but he was developing something. Yeah, they don't fully that explain weird that. Because I think at first you, you think as he, as he got something to do because he's been going to the town so yeah. much. But then it's completely unrelated. It's He kind of has, like, Parkinson's-type symptoms. Symptoms. Because there's a tremor in his hand. Yeah, I think it's maybe meant to just illustrate how stressed out and how overworked he is, that, like, he's not looking at, able to look after himself properly and he's really, like, running himself down. Yeah. Um, 
And it takes that scene where he's hospitalized for her to kind of ease up a little bit. And she kind of defends him and his work. Yeah, saying like he's killing himself yeah. for you. And he keeps having to keep taking pay cuts. Yeah. Even though he's like a partner in the sure. law firm, essentially. The the guy who plays the farmer mm. is really good. He's really good, yeah. Very, very good. For the first half of the movie, you were like, he's stealing the show. Oh, very bit. much so, yeah. Yeah. To the point where, because Mike Ruffalo is kind, is not, it's not that it's bad. He's or you, the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have much to do. Not in a way. And then when he starts to get sick, he kind of takes on this like very subtle, which is really good, but this very subtle, it's like he can't speak. Right. He's He's got this very kind of awkward nervousness about him. Yeah. She's trying to talk to him. His kids are trying to talk to him. And he's, like, unable to use his brain. Because right. he's using it so much for other things that he's just so... He's maxed out. Yes, exactly. And he's unable to, like, connect. Yeah. I, I think... So he does a good job. I think like, it's fine. But, again, compared to the guy... Who, and you've seen this actor who plays the farm in a million yeah, things. Yeah, he's, like, a character actor. Who he's one of those guys. In, like, he's really good. Yeah. And he's really good in this. His accent is, like, a lot. But it's it's very it's good. Really good. Yeah. But that type of accent is a lot. Yeah. So I'm sure that when you see people like that, real people talking like that on reality shows or like the news, you almost think it's fake. But it's like it can't. It's not fake. It's it just, can't be. It's just so strange. No one's that good of an actor. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah, it's it's a eye-opening film. And then of course, when the movie ends, you sit in here thinking, okay, what is it in that we own? Yeah. Of course, we own a fucking nonstick pan, so it's in that. And I'll say this, upon my researching, now in the most products, the original Forever Chemical is probably not in it, but a chemical that they made after that. You know how, like, he was saying it's C8, how there's, yeah. like, eight chains? It's got less chains. Right. So anyone who knows about these chemicals who watch the movies will know <sighs> what I mean. Sure. Basically, it's just, I think, got less of it. And so they're trying to say that it's only going to, like, come out of the the thing if you have, if you, like, cook with it on really high heat. But A, <laughs> using a frying pan, so you probably are yeah. going to use high heat. And second, someone on Reddit said they did, like, a test where they used, like, a thermometer and stuff and they had it on a low heat. But then when they tested it with the heat thing, the heat read was the high heat. Oh, boy. So it's like, it's still in there. Even though it's a smaller amount, it's still in there. So we are throwing away our frying pan. It's not in as much stuff here as it is in America, but it's still in stuff. Sure. Um, Like it's in, you know. Everything. It's not in our water like it's there. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. I checked my, because it's in waterproof stuff. So I checked my waterproof mascaras or whatever. And, oh, I checked the mascara that I have and it's not waterproof. So it's fine. But I know what chemical to look for now. Sure. You want to look for some for things that start with fluoro, like fluoride. Right. And there's um something with I can't remember the other one, but I've got it screenshot, so I'm gonna like <laughs> any listeners who want it, like, we'll email it to you. Look, if you just go on, you just type in like what um products have PFOAs in, yeah, and 
There's many articles out there sure. that tell you what to look for. But yeah, it fucks up your life. And then I went and told my brother to watch it, and I was like, get ready to have your life fucked up. Mm. And then he messaged me, and he was like, fuck. He was like, well. What am I going to do now? I'm throwing everything. And he lived in America for eight years. Yeah. And that worries me. That worries me a lot. That scene, there's a really powerful, moving, affecting scene in the in the film. Early on, like Samantha was talking about, when Mark Ruffalo finds that these women who are on the production line for these Teflon pans, some of them had been pregnant and one of them had given birth to this child with facial deformities. Oh, yeah. And you see the picture... Of the baby. Of the baby. And it comes into play later because he uses the picture and shows the executive and says, Mm -hmm. this is what you did. But then at the very end of the film... I'm getting chills thinking about it. Yeah, me too, me too. Because it's done in such a, like... It's like Subtle almost way. casual, but like he's pumping gas. He's pumping gas, and the a guy comes up to him and asks him if he got the score for the football game, and it's the guy. Because you know it's the guy because he says, um, "Someone else had a baby with the birth defects, and it's the exact same birth defects. Yeah. It's not just like." It's very distinctive. Every person has a different birth defect if they have it. It's like a very distinctive yeah. set of defects that people affected by this have. So he knew it was the kid yeah. grown up. He doesn't say anything, though. He's just kind of speechless. He's just, yeah. And it's like... And we looked at each other like... Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. And then they tell you later that it's not like a guy in prosthetics. No, it's the it's, guy. Yeah. It's the real guy. A bunch of the real life people kind of cameo in this yeah, film, which do. is cool. Yeah, I enjoyed this film. It's mm. a tough watch because it's it so is. dark. And it affects your actual yeah. real life in that, like, you you re-examine, like, you know, the sitch. <laughs> Not going to America anymore. Yeah, okay, so do we have one more film to talk about? Yeah, let's breeze through a few. Did we only watch one more film? I thought you we watched me. more. Birds of Prey? Yeah. I can't think of any. I know we watched that, more, but I can't think. We'll save that for the future gentleman. episodes. Oh, okay. Let's do. Let's breeze through both of these. Yeah. Harley Quinn, aka <laughs> Birds of Prey: colon, Harley. The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Wrong. The Fantabulous Emancipation. Oh yeah, you were just waiting. <laughs> I was. You were waiting to correct. I me. played my Yu-Gi-Oh trap card. Mm, You've activated my means. trap card. There's anyway. some kind of chid speak. <laughs> chid speak. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is there to say about this film? It it was fine. Yeah. It was like... It was fine. It wasn't bad in any way, I don't think. It, it's just it not... It was just a It's right. not what you expect, and it's not necessarily what you want. <laughs> it's a very light, fluff film. Like, it doesn't really have any darkness to it. No. And I said at one point, this is meant to be in Gotham. Yeah. And the only reason you know it's in Gotham is because they say it's yeah. in Gotham. They don't make it look like Gotham. I feel like all the other things set in Gotham, like the bat, like the other Batman movies, even Joker, they really, like, you know it's Gotham. The city is mean? a character in the film. It yeah. is a character. But, like, at yeah. one point, it looks like they're in L.A. It looks like 
At one point, it looks like they're in San Francisco. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't really understand what they were doing there, but... Maybe reshoots? Yeah, possibly. The old sneaky, surreptitious reshoot? And the other birds of prey... It should have just been called Harley Quinn. Because the other birds of prey were not in it very much. Didn't they have to change the name halfway through the release? No, they changed the name... Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it it, it (laughs) I love how you're like, no, 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 no. Okay, so... No, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly what you said. Yeah. That's what happened. They changed the name. Yeah, they changed. It already been released on cinemas, but they changed the name to just Harley Quinn. I think that's really weird. I think it didn't. I don't know what they did with the promo. It's been reviewed really well. Like yeah, okay. reviewers liked it. It has like some acclaim. It bombed. I don't... I really find that weird, this idea that people didn't know it was Harley Quinn because the name yeah, is... Yeah, I don't buy that either. Because she's on all the posters. Yeah, I don't know that either. And you know everyone, like... People dressed up as... Even people who yeah. weren't cosplayers she's dressed iconic up as now her. In so, this form. So I don't really understand the confusion. Yeah. It's... And to do it, like, once the film has already been out for a month... Also, to be honest, it came out around Valentine's Day, so I'm not really sure why people didn't go and see yeah. it. Like, it seems... Do you remember what that Tom Cruise mech film? With, like, the sci-fi film? Mech? I think it was originally called... Uh, <gasps> Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. Day of Tomorrow? Colon... Something, Yeah. Live, die, repeat, or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. and then That's they changed the name, name of it. I don't know, but they did it after the film had already come out, which is really weird. Oh, they did. That's really weird to me. Yeah, it is. Weird. It just confuses people more, I think, because they go to the cinema and there's a film with a different name, and they're like, "What?" I think it might have just been the wrong time of year or something. Like that type of movie yeah. should have been a summer movie, perhaps. It is a summer blockbuster. But type obviously, film. if they were going to wait, like they wouldn't have released it anyway because they've stopped all the releases. But yeah, I don't because I don't think it was bad and it was definitely better than Suicide Squad. Anything's better than Suicide Squad. And it Squad. was better than like Batman v Superman. Yes. Those definitely. type of movies. But that's so, not saying much. No, I even say I even think it's better than Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was kind of boring. Yes, I would say that too probably. It had like the Captain Marvel was not bad, but I swear for like at least half the movie I was really bored. Yeah. <laughs> and like What a weird sentence. This wasn't boring, it just wasn't amazing it's just it's watchable uh, the thing is i won't watch it again no never but it was watchable margot robbie is so hour. has such an electrifying presence mm. on screen that she can carry a kind of bland boring film yeah. it, and i like you mcgregor as well mm, i was a bit like i was I questioning know. the decision at first but he was so absurd he that is, it fell into the you know what i'm digging it's it. over the the top to the point yeah. of absurdity. But if you can just accept that it's absurd, then you enjoy it. It's He's okay. He's all right. Yeah. And I liked, I don't remember any of the other characters' no, names, but I liked them. The cup. I liked the pickpocket. Oh, okay, yeah. But I don't remember what her name was. Or I only remember what Mary, uh, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Yeah. She Hunt- wanted to be called... What did she want to be called? Hunt- Huntress or... Oh, she wanted to be called Huntress, but they all kept calling her the crossbow Would, killer. It's funny because accident, like incidentally, yesterday I look, I was looking up something and I saw that in one variant of the Batman comic universe, Catwoman and Batman have a baby. 
and she is called Huntress. Yeah. So it's weird that that yeah, two characters have the same name, unless she no, because you see no, her origin. You see Joker in Joker's in this world, so no. But my point is, you see. Yeah, you see her origin, so you like, know it's not Batman. She's born into a mafia family. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So what's the other one that we were going to bring? Wait, one, one more thing about this film. I actually thought the fight scenes were not bad. Yes, I was expecting a lot of cuts. But and there, there are, but then, but a lot less than you'd expect in this type of They're film. They're just highly, and it's weird to say this because all fights are choreographed, but it's just highly step by step. Yes, like when she's fight, especially like she's fighting on her roller skates. And she, the, it's like the bad guys waiting for her of to course, turn around. That's the classic. But take turns. I liked it. There were some good. The fight, fight scenes, scenes. Were, were really not bad at all. Yeah, and she's good. You can tell that she's doing a lot of the stunts herself. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them, no. and that's it's cool. It's it's cool, and it's very like fast and kinetic, which I liked. Yeah, that's pretty much the best thing you can you yeah. can say about the film. Yeah, the ending yeah. is really fucking weird. When you remember she what drives off with the kid? Yeah, because now she has like a shit ton of money, and she says that she's going to start her own gang. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. And then the other three are like in a gang together, but they're like good guys. Also, do you remember when I said I at know. one point? What was the bird called? The singer? Oh, She's got like a canary. bird name. Canary. Something canary. She, at one point, I was like, she has a power. <laughs> yeah. But what is it and why isn't she using yeah. it? And then at the very end, she uses it and it's like... But none of the other people have powers. No. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so what was the next movie that we were going to... Gentlemen. It did a lot of that breaking the fourth wall stuff, but kind of just for the sake of doing it. It's kind of just like these cheeky little nods to the to the, to the audience where yeah. she says a couple of things. It's not bad though. It's not, but it's very kind of just an afterthought shoehorned into the film. I felt I am like a little Deadpooly. I am H O. No, Deadpool does it really well. No, but I mean they're trying to. Oh do yeah, it it's like trying Deadpool. to be Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Guy Ritchie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Like. I don't know what I expected exactly. Okay. The trailer was good. In a way, the trailer was better than the movie. Oh, damn. Shots um, fired. Just because, like, obviously it shows you all the fast-paced parts, but there's a lot of parts where nothing is happening yeah. that f- frequently. There's like a lot of exposition in this film. But the person giving the exposition, Hugh Grant... Oh, boy. Steals the show. Very much so. And is, like, very different to what you've seen him in anything before. It's a great comedic performance. Yeah. He's very just funny and captivating. Yeah. Um, you want to see more of him, and you do see a I lot of him. I think if not for him, it would have been worse than I think. Yeah, he kind of, because he is, he's he the narrator. He it, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. the anchor for the whole film. Yeah. I actually thought Colin Farrell was also very good. Oh, yeah, he was. He's not in it very much, though. No, less than you think he's going to be. I like how he's, like, extra Irish in this. Sure. Um, but, yeah, those were, like, the be- the two best things about it. Charlie Hunnam kind of just playing Charlie Hunnam again. Yes, he does just play this one character. I was excited for him to, like, fuck some shit up, but then he, like, pulls out that gun and I'm like... That scene where they're under the underpass <laughs> yeah. and he's he's confronting this gang of kids mm. 
and they won't give him what he wants. So he just pulls a silent submachine gun from underneath his trench coat and fires into the air. I wonder what Americans think watching The Gentleman and constantly having these people pull out knives. Sure. Because obviously it's not the go-to for like no. Americans. That's what made it so ridiculous that he had a somehow gun. this whole scene he's had this gun hanging <laughs> down from his shoulder. He was running with it as yeah. well. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it was really oddly comedic. I wanted him to fight them. Sure. I wanted him to just like kick their asses. There's not one a lot of hand one. on hand, hand to hand combat scenes. No. Hand on hand. You any. put your hand on my hand. Identical hand twins. Uh, this hand is your hand. This, this hand, hand is, is my hand. hand. Oh, no, wait, it's your mm-hmm. hand. Oh, oh wait, wait, it's my hand. Yeah. There was, yeah. It, it was fine. I know we say that about a lot of films, but a lot of films are just fine. Yeah. I'm not ever going to watch it again. I'm not ever going to think about it again. I, it hasn't renewed my interest in seeing Guy Ritchie make films. Because a lot of people were kind of heralding this as, oh, he's going back to Snatch and Lockstock. Yeah. It's the type of films we keep, we want him to make, but he's making these stupid King Arthur films. But <laughs> it's not really that type of it's not gritty like it's those films not are. It's quite there. Because he's obviously brought it into the now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with the fucking road men and all that. Like sure. It was so funny when Charlie Charlie Hunnam gets all Geordie on the sure. kids. No, some people are not going to know any of what yeah. words I just said. Okay, I want to just quickly... Oh, so you have more to say about the movie? Sure. If, Sorry. If that's allowed. Sorry, I totally was jumping ahead. That's okay. Um, do I have anything I want to say? Uh, I don't think so. What do you think of McConaughey? Apart from when he kind of gets crazy, like in those few scenes where he really goes at it, I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. I feel like... There's nothing special. He had like a set of things he was meant to say, but then Guy Ritchie probably was like, but you know, McConaughey it up kind and of thing. And he does. But then at the same time, as he's mcconaughey in it up, He's trying to like also be a little bit English without not not with an English accent, but he's trying to be a little bit proper in yes. the way he speaks, and it's not jiving. It's no. just not working. Um, he doesn't do much for this role. No, he kind of just shows up and reads the lines. Oh, you know who I liked? Is his name Jeremy Strong? Who plays Kendall in Succession. Yeah, you, you hardly see him. Yes, but he was so different. Yeah. Kendall has like this deep voice and he's all like awkward. He's like so awkward you have to cover your face. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, he's like so awkward it hurts. I just want to like say the words for you. It's that awkward. But this guy had like a very different voice and a very yeah. speaking full sentences. It was just really strange. He's, very, he's a very big flamboyant yes. kind of like charismatic performance. Yeah, I liked it. He kind of feels like an art dealer from Manhattan. Yes, except he's like trying to buy yeah. fucking four hundred million pounds worth of weed. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's good, but yeah. you you see him for two scenes and he's not in the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah. Don't you think there's a kind of a weird... There's something a bit weird about a lot of the scenes in this film. There's this kind of old school versus new thing yes. going on a lot. Where it's... <clears throat> we're the old school type of gangsters and you kids don't know anything. Yeah. But there's also like a strange racial element to it. I think there is in all his movies. Where it's there? like Charlie Hunnam remember. confronting this gang of multiracial kids. 
and basically like saying to them, I bet you're a bunch of, and saying the names they call themselves, mm. like Roadman, like you said. Mm. And then, and he's like this white Aryan looking dude. Yeah. And then of course there's... There's that Colin Farrell scene. There's a scene in the gym, which we won't, we won't we transcribe for you, no. but it will make you uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself the whole time, like, I don't know, like, I yeah, don't want to... It was just really weird. Colin Farrell is playing this kind of... He owns a boxing Irish gym. boxing. And he in that scene, he basically explains how, it's like, a- casual racism is fine as long as it's friendly. Like, it's a sign of familiarity. And as long as it's a descriptor. Yeah. Is basically what and he's saying. It's, it's a white dude explaining this to a black dude after he, like, someone just called him something. And it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It, and, he, and he, he's basically like, who are you to tell me? I kind of see what they were going for there, but it doesn't it doesn't no, work and it doesn't it really make any sense. It was uncomfortable. And it's a, and the other thing is, I kind of said to you, it kind of feels like Guy Ritchie has not been around real street people for 30 years. <laughs> so he's kind like of... He knows what they were like when he yeah. was younger, but now that he's like living in his fucking Mansion. Notting Hill yeah. fucking house or whatever. It, a lot of it feels like weirdly out of touch and... Yeah. And like... Yeah. But at the same time, some of it is kind of like... That is how kids speak. I don't know. Like when the kids are like trying to antagonize him in the chippy or whatever. Sure, the chippy. That is how kids speak. Sure. That is how kids I don't like know. that. It act. just felt. Again, the film is fine. Yeah, it was very strange. It also has that weird thing that you see a lot where a director has it out for the press or hates tabloid hacks or hates paparazzi or whatever. So does it in the movie. So they write in a scene where someone of that ilk gets, Mm. like, humiliated, which is what happens in this film. I think Guy Ritchie is obsessed with pigs. Yes. Mm. You remember from Snats where the Mm. dude's like, a human body, you you give them to a pig farm, and in two weeks they'll eat everything, even the bones. That just made me remember how good Snatch is. Yeah, it really is good. I think I've only seen Lockstock once, but I've seen, and I remember it being good, but I've seen Snatch several times, and it's really good. It is really fucking good. The amount of, like, components and then the twists... Mm. They're really The twists good. in this film are really just, like, eye-rolling. Yeah, there's a few twists at the end. It's like... But it doesn't uh, really, like, there's surprise you There's a double cross, then a triple you. cross, yeah. then a quadruple cross. But then, oh, wait, cross. the guy's not really dead yeah, or whatever. it's like, like oh, come on. Yeah. There's, like, one twist too many in every scene, and you just think, <laughs> okay. They were really bland twists. Yeah. It wasn't, like... Snatch where it's like constantly falling into different people's hands and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what as well? I feel like his films usually have quite good music and this, I don't remember any of the music in this film. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if they have good music. This bird song is loud AF. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was a lot better than King Arthur. So he's trending in the right direction. But that's not saying much. Yeah. It also did that weird thing where the end kind of like implies there's going to be a sequel. Yeah, you said this, but I don't know if that's just something he does because it's like funny. It's like a joke. Well, it reminded me, he also did this film called Rock and Roller, which I actually remember thinking was quite good. But it ends on this really weird thing where the dude's like, what are you going to do now? And then the other guy's like, I'm going to become a real rock and roller. And then in the credits, there's a, a card that comes up that says, you know, 
Jimmy, Rock and Roller will return in Rock and Roller 2. Mm. And then they never made a sequel to that film. Yeah. So why haven't that you learned your lesson? That sounds kind of like a joke, though. Like, it's not really It's not. It's like him setting up a franchise, which he also tried to do in King Arthur. Yeah. He really does not learn his lesson, man. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. It's time for the plugs. I just want to quickly, like, go over something that I watched. Just okay. real quick. No, that's totally... You take your time. I watched Little Women. Ah, Okay. With the new little women with Timmy Tim. Don't call him Timmy Tim. I call him what I want. That makes it seem like he's a 10-year-old Timmy boy. Timmy Tim is what people call him. And Saoirse Ronan and other people. Don't you overlook Emma Watson. You know what? People going into this really ragged on her for, like, not just, like, her acting skills, but, like, her accent. They said that her accent was, like, fucking terrible and, like, almost non-existent. It's not true. It's not true at all. It wasn't amazing. Like, Saoirse Ronan is Irish, and she's clearly American in this. Like, she does a very good job. Emma Watson's just doing that thing where you lose your own accent but aren't necessarily doing a strong accent of the other kind. Does that make sense? Yes. And and you're not doing a great job at it, but it wasn't, like, so bad that it pulls you out. Um, and I'm not a fan of hers at all, so it's not like... You're a bit I'm, of a hater. No, oh, I don't hate You drank some of that great just, haterade. I'm just indifferent. Like, I'm not... I sure. wasn't a Harry Potter fan, so I don't, you know... But you loved Bling Ring. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen that since you love her. Um, <laughs> I guess. Yes. I didn't know anything about Little Women. I'd not, I haven't read the book. I haven't seen any of the other remakes. And the only thing I knew, spoilers, is that Beth dies because in Friends, it's yes. spoiled by Rachel. Um, Beth dies. Write your stories, Joe. Or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> um, yeah, so I knew that. Anyway, watch the movie. Movie was really good. Um, made me cry like twice. Mm. And then I, even though it made me cry, things make me cry doesn't necessarily mean that it's like super affected me or whatever. And then I went to sleep. <laughs> And I was, like, dreaming about it all night, which was really weird. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. Right. And I don't even know what I was thinking, but I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Um. So there's that. Okay. Um, are, are you usually a sucker for those kind of Jane Austen period no, pieces? No, I haven't seen any, any. Okay. And you know what? I'm not really a period piece fan. Okay. I'm just, unless, like, there's a reason to watch a period piece, as in, like, someone's because i don't lie i wanted to watch this movie for timothy chalamet um and i ended up staying for joe aka Saoirse Ronan. okay um she was re. i'm not like a huge fan of hers like she was good in ladybird to be honest i've not really seen or liked her in anything else not that i have disliked her i just mean i don't recall other things but in this, she was really, really good. Um, I think Greta did a really good, like, she somehow modernised it, even though it's, like, set in 18-something. And not in a, like, cringy, like, 
the dialogue was just like today's dialogue <laughs> or whatever. Not in that type of way. There was just something about it that really like, I don't know, <laughs> pulled it away from that. <laughs> just imagine one of the characters saying, Beth, isn't this fire AF? <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. Does it really? Okay. I just I wanted understand. to mention it because it was nice. It was good. It's nice when you're not, you know, you don't know what to expect and then you get kind of wowed. Yeah, I know I watched other movies, but I can't recall them. Yeah. My we'll brain... save those for future episodes. Yeah, my brain is mush. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Mush. Okay. It's what you say to dogs when you want them to move. Not all dogs respond to mush. Mush. I think it's just snow dogs. That's what I meant. Snow dogs. Snow dogs. I and mean, I want them to take me places. I want to go to the North Pole. The market. What? I want to get some... Mush. I don't think your dog sled is road legal here in the UK. He's taking me to the market. Sure. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with anyone else you think may like us. New episodes are released whenever the fuck we feel like it. Talking of which, (laughs) I know it's been like two months or so (laughs) since our last episode. We took a bit of a hiatus for obvious reasons. And not so obvious yes. reasons. It's a crazy time right now. You understand how it is. Has has kind of been interesting seeing all these podcasts have to record remote. Yeah. And we, using our big brain energy, yep. we managed to foresee that and we live together. I was going to say, like, nine years ago, we managed to, like, see into the future. Yep. Decide to move in together so that this day could happen. Indeed. No Zoom recording for us. Yeah. The amount of times I've heard people talk about oh, Zoom. Oh, yeah. Even my mum was talking to me about yeah. it because she has to do meetings and stuff over Zoom. And have you have you heard about this Zoom bombing phenomenon where apparently the video chat rooms, there was a way to get into them as an outsider. And so people, like, trolls were popping into people's video chats. <gasps> No. Flashing their genitals, no, or other offensive imagery, and then jumping back out, and I, that was apparently like a widespread problem. I saw that someone sent the link to their Zoom meeting to Will Smith, and he clicked it and entered the interesting. Entered the Why chat. would he do that? I wonder. Because he's fucking bored at home, probably. And then we also saw Matthew McConaughey hosted a bingo, bingo night, night for elderly yeah. Texans, which was heartwarming yeah it's pretty pretty nice you know it's funny whenever i hear whenever i I start listening to an episode of a podcast and they say you know this other person couldn't be here so we're going to record remote with skype my heart always sinks a little bit because over skype the quality is never good it sounds terrible you get those weird like audio artifacts as they're speaking where it kind of drops out a little bit Mm. you know anyone who's used skype knows what i'm talking about but i don't understand it when people record over Zoom, it sounds perfect. Really? I, it's it's like magic. Yeah, I don't understand how it was like Skype, 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 and then all of a sudden this happened and people are like Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. I've ne- never heard of it. I don't understand why it's so much clearer and there's no dropouts whatsoever yeah. because you, you're using the same internet bandwidth. I don't understand how one can be absolutely perfect and the other can be so yeah. shitty. It's kind of like Facebook... Um, there like video chat whenever i would do that with my brother when he was in america it was really shit but then we would do whatsapp 
which actually Facebook owns, sure. and it was fine. So I don't really know yeah. what's going on. That's weird. Anyhow, there'll be no Zoom episodes from us. No. We're sitting right now four feet away from each other on the couch. Yeah. We don't have to social distance because we're lovers. We're lovers. We tongue each other. Okay. We don't because I have a cough and I might be sick. How so. dare you let them peek behind have the I curtain? I haven't been tongued in a while and I'm upset about it. <laughs> I need to be tongued. Tongue me in the mouth. That I like that you specified the well, orifice. Oh, don't call it an orifice. I think you should keep your options open on that count. Anyhow, you can find the podcast at iTunes and pretty much all other podcast services. Samantha is distracting me <laughs> by playing with her big round tummy, squishing it. My lovely big round tummy. It is a lovely tummy. Aha, uh-huh, it looks so soft. I want to reach out and touch it, but I'm so far away. Yeah. Or... I better speed it up and then you can... If I back it up, is it's, it fat enough? It's when I'm for back, bam, 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 is bam. it fast enough? Can you handle that? I ain't ready for this one. Yeah, again, that's another TikTok song that Samantha has implanted in my head by just playing it out loud. Or, does it make any sense now? The the previous sentence was two minutes ago. I don't know what the previous sentence was. Or, I'm delirious. I know. Or you can go to artatpodcast.com, which is A-R-T-80 podcast.com, which redirects to our SoundCloud page. You can send any feedback. Redirects to porn. Horrendous. How rude would that be? Porn of you what? and I. Oh, it doesn't really that makes it better if it's the two of us. Yeah. It's not just me. Pawning on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Porn all over me, baby. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, you can send any feedback or comments. Comments. Send me a comment. <laughs> Samantha has lost the plot right now. She is giddy because she's tired and hungry. You can send any feedback. <laughs> oh my god. It's How unprofessional. My bad. That's okay. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, and you. You can send any feedback or comments. Is comments. that better for you? If I comments. take out the O. To rtappodcast at gmail.com. Woman, control yourself. I can't. I'm going to have to get the smell insults. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, which really helps Do podcasts it. like us. Help us. We're Podcast on social media. We love you. Come follow us. <laughs> Big smiley face. Big smiley face. Big smiley face. Big smiley face. Oh my god, my face is so smiley. It's so, so big. big and so smiley. I'm going to draw a smiley face on your tummy. I'm going to draw a smiley face on your balls. What? I don't know why I said balls. So it's like a face is, <laughs> you, is ramming into you, you over like, and over again? You were like, what? <laughs> what? Is that really going to happen oh. to me? Are my testicles safe so from your Sharpie? He was so shocked. Yeah, I was aghast. I was mm. concerned. And in fact, I was in fear of my life. What? And that's why I shot you. I died. But you're back.
from outer space. Don't Wait. turn around now. Around the space. I'm going to squirt all over your face. No. <laughs> well, I hope Samantha's mom is not listening this far into the show. No. People have tuned out by now. We can no. say what we want. That's true. What do you want to say? Rice. I'm not a fan of rice. Well, that's all I eat nowadays. I... Yeah, I've never really enjoyed rice. I, I, first you of all, said that you do like rice. No, I like it when there's something. You're I can't, a flip flopper. I can't eat it unless there's a sauce to mix with it of yeah, some sort. Yeah, same. Well, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's not true at all. I mix oil with it, salt and oil, so that, that wouldn't not be dry. enough for me. It's so bland by itself. It's not salt really brings it out. You want to do the chef's kiss, don't you? <laughs> In fact. That was weird. Because I've been having It was rice. like you were smoking a blunt, but then you started licking the tip. <laughs> a blunt. Yeah. Um, because I've been having rice, like chicken and rice, and I cook the rice and I add some oil and I add some salt, so it really tastes just lovely and salty. Um, and then I had like chicken and pasta yesterday, which had pesto on it, but it tasted so bland that I wanted to like add salt to it. I know some people are probably just thinking, well, you should add salt to it. You should add salt to everything. But, like, it just tasted so unflavorable. Sure. Flavorful? Unfavorable? Un. Nice. Unsavorable? Save me. Somebody save me! Or whatever. I'm no Superman. No, 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 no. Wait, I was singing the Smallville song. I know, and I was singing the Scrubs theme song. Oh. That's the difference between us. You're a Scrub? And you're a... Superman? Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you.